Welcome to the Random TMCU Movies Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Hawkeye. Yeah, we, we've Which exists. It, it's still. a thing that we almost kind of forgot about. about. Uh, I, I blame Christmas. <laughs> well, I also blame No Way Home. That is true, because I kind of so, jumped on it. Um, so there's that too, and just holidays, and I do work 60, uh, 50, 60 hours a week. Yeah. Um, it's just... And I have the... I have the memory of a snapping snapping <laughs> turtle i don't i don't know i i, I honestly don't know where that came where from i come from it so uh so season one i can't think it's eight episodes it's only six. six yeah um first impressions what's your first i really liked it like okay i it was s- smaller scale than some of the like the loki and and the but I think that worked for it because he but is. But he's a low key character. He is in a, yeah, he's a. Not Jesus, to be confused no, with Loki. Wow. Um, no, he's a smaller scale. Cause, and, and they, they brought this up repeatedly. He's not powered. And so he's, he's one of the Avengers that is, and he's been kind of put in the background. Um, so I'm glad we didn't have some like grand alien bullshit. Yeah. Because this was a, a self contained crime story. It was relatable. Mystery, it and, was... and it worked. Yes. It worked. And I, I, I enjoyed it way more than I was expecting to. And I really like Haley Steinfeld. Uh, and because, <clears throat> like, I think the end game with this is to introduce. Huh, the end game. Oh, my God. I'm not even doing it I know. On you're not even trying. Um, God. Um, is to bring us her. Is to bring us to her. Yeah. Um, to introduce her because they, the, yeah. it, it is young Avengers is where we're going. Yeah. They're, um, they're building it very exactly. deliberately. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. It felt, uh, easy to swallow. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the plot was simple. It wasn't, um, very convoluted and ooh is, or magic. Yeah. Woo. Um, very simple, easy. Cause we, we're getting big stuff like that in other ways. No way home. We're getting, um, the Wandaverse of Madness. Uh, Moon, Loki. Moon Knight's the end of this month. What? Moon Knight is at the end of this month. No. March 30th. Okay. In my brain, it's September and it's stayed that way. So like. No. I'm not prepared. Moon Knight is the end of this <gasps> month. Oscar Isaac. Woo! <laughs> Sorry about that. I apologize for your eardrums, but he's really hot. Um, Yeah, he is. Uh, so damn, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I totally enjoyed it. Um, so initially it was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. Um, and they decided they had more story to tell than, than they had time for. So they developed it for the Disney plus series. It is based off of the, or no, uh, Matt Fraction. Yeah. Matt Fraction, the 2012, uh, series. And which if you lurked around Tumblr, that's my tiny dog whining. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. I thought it was, um, yeah. Say hi, Percy. Um, so they, if you, if you lurked around Tumblr at all in like the early 2010s, these were always the screenshots that we saw of why can't Hawkeye be cooler in the movies because the Matt Fraction is so iconic and, and he's, um, really well liked how he's portrayed in his relationship with Kate and, and Lucky and, you know, um, so I'm really glad they leaned into that because he's been kind of, you know, like, oh, this kind of not given a ton of character development. I mean, even, even the, oh, well, he has a family and they were in the blip and it, it always felt kind of tacked on. 
Yeah. So it was really nice to get more into his character and have him kind of. And I, I and don't know, he's more more front and center. Yeah, and he's not he's not exactly the the Matt Fraction version, but they've kind of no. more skewed this yes. version of Hawkeye toward that. Yes, and and bringing in that version of Kate. Yes, um, which the two of them just are perfect. They were great together. They had they, really good banter. Right, and I love that. Um, which I know Clint's married, but they never made it Is he though? creepy, her mooning over him in a sexual no, way. No, it was never. It was pure in hero a, worship in a, oh exactly, my God. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was You never, saved me when I was a kid. There was, I never felt a hint of, of, yeah. of it romance didn't get, it didn't or get crushed. itchy like that. It was like never that. creepy. Yeah, because like, I which, wouldn't have been down for that. You got to give Jeremy a little credit for, because that could have gotten real creepy real easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we just watched the uh, the behind the scenes, the assembled, the assembled which I highly right. If you haven't done those for the series, they're great. They, they are. are really fun, and so I really, I really yeah, highly recommend if you haven't watched those. Yeah, because we're so. like the movies, you get Blu-ray releases, you get all the mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff. You don't get that with the TVs, and this is right, that. right. So, um, so it's really great. You get a lot of behind the scenes stuff, especially you learn things like <clears throat> Heidi Moneymaker was the store coordinator. Yeah, I did not know that, my girl. Yep, so happy for her. I know, I so know. So proud of her that she has because when Scarlet moved on. Heidi was her specific yeah. uh, stunt person, stunt double, and but now that she's now moved, she's, she's actually yeah. a stunt coordinator, I think that's and that's so great. A, a woman in that field, yeah, is huge yeah. in and of itself. So, um, so we're going to do our character by character. Yes, we're not going to linger too long. We've got a lot of feedback to get to. Yeah. <clears throat> now I know we probably talked about because we always talk about where character first appears in the comics and da da da. It's been so long since we've touched on Clint. That I just wanted to go he back. doesn't get he doesn't much get enough recognition. Action. So I'm going to go back and so he was first introduced in Tales of Suspense. We all remember that's our wow. origin series. Tales of Suspense number 57 back in 1964. He was uh, created by Stanley and Don Heck. Okay, <laughs> there you go. I was like Don. So Ronan wasn't. It's I don't a know. separate character I don't know. or anything. This is Clint as Ronan. Okay. Cool, I didn't cool, go cool, looking cool. for Ronan. I cool. didn't really dig down that rabbit okay. hole. I just went for Clint. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the thing. You have to draw a line with some of this stuff because uh, there's, there's so man, much source material. Do you know how many rabbit holes I fought to go down? I'm, I'm, I'm proud down? of you. I'm proud of you. Because um, it's hard, man. It's so hard. There's so much. Especially when there's act- these are actual, so many of these characters in this show are actual char- characters yeah. from the comics. Which so, is really nice. So I did want to investigate. They did bring us Deaf Hawkeye. Yes, which Finally. people have been clamoring for 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 almost a decade like pretty much as as long as he's been in the mcu exactly they never once and they finally gave us that i mean Mm -hmm. a little late but we got it like the thing with marvel is are they late on some of their representation it's like the black widow movie that was like almost a decade too late but they got there so but I they, gotta they give them, are listening. You gotta give They're them paying snaps attention for for getting there at all. Because well, because a lot of companies aren't <clears throat> the, end, the 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 scene and in the battle, last battle and end game mm-hmm. scene where we get all the female characters. Oh, was that realistic? No, I don't. Give was a it fuck. still awesome to see? Yes. yes. Did we need to see it as women? Yes, hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah. we did. Yeah, um, and it still can bring me to tears to this day. But um, but so we did finally get a representation yes. of deaf or. Hearing impaired. Hearing he impaired, yeah. Uh, so, 
I wanted to investigate. They show us it was the the explosions and all that that he went through. I mean, that tracks. He's only human. Makes perfect sense. So (laughs) I wanted to go back and see canonically why he was deaf. Okay. Um, There are three retcons. Because he's been around for a long ass time. (laughs) Um, He's been around for over half a decade. I think, I don't, I'm not, I didn't. I don't think I put them in order, um, but there okay. is uh, there was an encounter with a supervillain known as Crossfire, who's building a sonic weapon to send superheroes into a frenzy, using one of his own sonic arrows to counter the effects. Hawkeye is left deaf thanks to the ensuing bang. Okay. Um, there is also uh, there's a 2014 comic that uh, later reveals that Clint's deafness began. Uh uh-uh. uh. What uh, now? The uh, clown? Look we'll, look. We'll, We'll get to Kazi later. So the clown is AKA. I know you and clowns. I'm sorry. Oh, clowns. But uh, physically stabs Barton ears with two of his own era, errors. Okay. Arrows, error, Ouch. Uh, giving another That'll fuck you up. story for his hearing struggles. But um, okay. Jesus They Christ. just went with the, and that's fine. I'll take it. The booms. I, I mean, mean, it tracks though. Like, right? Like they, sh- they kind of flash back a little bit to, I think it was um, Endgame. Mm-hmm. And where he was like, being concussed kind of and it was like no that tracks that right he's not absolutely human in yes. any way no so that that although is believable. his he's supposedly has like the vision or whatever but like his supervision he's he's hot can see i see yeah, better from a distance like, mm. blah 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 whatever also uh watching assembled i was reminded of how the thick boy bow he was given in <laughs> thor like it was a tactical bow and then you talking about the uncredited in Thor? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was like a it was like a, a compound like like a hunting bow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of bow. Then I have. they swapped him to this really sleek Katniss Everdeen bow, <laughs> who exists in the MCU canonically, and I think that's great. As does Hot Tub Time Machine, but that's a whole other. Which is a whole different thing because Sebastian stands in that, and that that's a mind. So fuck Sebastian right Stan and Bucky Barnes, but anyway, ooh, they could fuck each other. Oh my god. <laughs> I've had wine. You've had half a glass. I have fast digestion I now. I know. Um, no, but so, like, I really, I really liked how they handled it. And, and obviously, could they have done this 10 years ago? 100%. Should they have? 100%. But, but we- I, I got to give Kevin Feige the snap. I had to watch that. <laughs> Oh my god! I just didn't just turn ah, my mouth on, and my other hand's holding the mic. Just so tongue, leave me alone. Tongue your mouth. Don't um, tell no, but people like, that. But like, I I really respect them for doing it now because they didn't have to. Well, they, okay, like so, a bajillion dollar company, they don't have to. But they also introduced us to Maya. So if they yes. had introduced us to Maya, who is deaf, and the actress yes. in, is is she is also deaf. If they gave us that, but did not give us deaf Hawkeye, I think there was going to be a lot more screaming. Well, and I, I think I think one of the reasons they were able to do that is because they brought Maya in because it, it gave us that parallel. Yeah. Of, Those are some great scenes. Yeah. That was a great scene. And him not really knowing to sign, but like knowing a little bit mm-hmm. and it being like, cause it's new to him. So obviously he would, right. he wouldn't have, he's, he's got hearing aids. So he wouldn't have learned much of ASL mm-hmm. if, if any. Right. But it also brought us to Maya, who I don't think was handled great, but am I happy that there was a native, um, well, disabled a- actress involved in this, a hundred percent. Yes, and we will get to her character. So, um, so yeah, so I think they did great with Clint. Yes. I think he got yes. uh, a lot more credit because he's such was, an underplayed character. It was nice to give Renner room to breathe with Clint. 
Right. And be Clint. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he's been him for, for over a decade. And we finally got more than just a couple scenes with him. And it was really nice. I really enjoyed it. He I was like, more than I like Renner in this role. Comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. He was more than a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. It was good. LARPing. Oh, I love the LARPing. <laughs> I've never been into it because that's putting pants on. And I'm not and like for that life. With people? Yeah, I'm not for that like, life. Give me a video but like, game. I'm fine. Y'all do you. I'm proud I love of you. being, I love going to things like that. Which I've done it like once, all of once. Um, but it's, I went to a Vampire the Masquerade LARPing. Oh, that's a lot. Once. Yeah, the vam- the Vampire um, Masquerade folks, but, they do it up. But I was kind of like an NPC character. I just Okay, you were just kind of there, there. And it was fun to watch, but yeah. I didn't want to be involved. Yeah. So that was, it was, it was really cool. They get it was, into um, it. It was an abandoned hotel. Oh, that's that cool as group, fuck. The group got a hold of and they played out a whole story. Jesus. It was great. Yeah, LARPers rejoice, man. Like, you do you. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'd much I just rather, want to watch. I'd, well, I'd much rather sit and play a video game. But, like, yeah, every, every nerd got to support the other nerds, man. Okay, so we need to move on to Kate Bishop. Um, <sighs> Haley played, was so good. Played by Haley Steinfeld. Um, She's great. I really, I really love her. Wanted her. Yeah. From the get-go. Feige has a fucking eye. I mean, he's he uh, has a gift when it comes know. to when it comes it's to insane. to just going. That's the person. Well, he plans it years and years in yeah. advance because you watch that assembled, and they've been planning Hawkeye since before they were filming Endgame. Yeah, and they even and they make a point of saying, "Well, what Kevin does is da 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 da," and it's like Kevin's the one with the big picture. Yeah, in his head of what needs to loop Which in and what scary. needs to, you know, with with them asking, can we get the tag scene on Black Widow to kind of lead into Hawkeye? Yes, and Kevin's the guy you have to c- convince because he's got the big picture in his head. Mm-hmm. Because what if they had another tag game? Exactly. Tag what if they had to introduce something else? Tag scene. Yeah, and I think they introduced more than just Hawkeye in that. Scene. I do too. I I think valentina as a whole and the team she's putting together on the sidelines walker the dark avengers her, or whatever yeah. that's going to be yeah, we're assuming you yeah. know but yeah they yeah. did a great job they did and we got yelena yeah which we we'll get yelena. there <laughs> so yeah um so kate bishop so it turns out it was her father who lived and her mother who died yes. in the comics uh, yes kate has a sister like whatever okay so uh kate bishop was introduced in young avengers number one in 2005 Oh, so she's relatively recent. Okay. She is younger. And then as Hawkeye, she was introduced in Young Avengers number 12. Okay. Uh, in June of 2006. Okay. So there's that. Um, but yeah, she actually grew up with her father who turned out to be a villain, which we get yeah. that with Eleanor which instead. They, they, but they also gave us shades of he wasn't a great guy because he was already in bed with with. Correct, because Eleanor uh, took over. Yeah, because Eleanor had to kind of clean so, up his mess with Kingpin. Yes. Um, so I did I did like that. He he kind of starts off with he's this kind of almost angelic figure because he's just he's there, he's great, and then he's dead. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize the aftermath of the shit he did um in his wake that that leads us to Eleanor being the being the bad guy. Um Right, yeah, and we we knew all along Eleanor mm. was going to be. You don't cast uh, Vera and and not have her be a bad like she's amazing. She's so good. Yeah, uh, she was also being a decent mom. She really like to a to a very to a very willful, almost out of control daughter, almost. 
because the thing with Kate is as as in this series, you're right. Uncontrol is a good is Real a good close, word, but not quite because she's she was skirting the edge and like. You see it from Kate's Willful. perspective, and you're like, no, she's trying to do what's right, and she's trying to help. She's and trying to protect, She thinks she's protecting her mom, but, but also from a parent perspective. It's scary as hell what she's doing. Yes. Uh, not and, our, our criminal empire notwithstanding. <laughs> um, it's well, she's scary. she's trying to protect her daughter from the real, quote-unquote, real yes. world. And like we, when we watch— she is very sheltered and privileged in a lot of she ways. She is privileged. Yeah. And her mom points that out. Yes. I'm glad, I'm glad the series acknowledged. It. Yes, and it needed to be acknowledged to us. She's as a an rich audience. white girl. She is a rich kid, a trust fund baby. Is like you know, whatever. not even not even just a rich a rich uh, non disabled. When you contrast her with Maya or Clint or Clint, um, she's perfectly yeah. She's abled. had this kind of not Ableism. charmed life because her dad died in Battle of New York. But she was also was like, able to get all of the training. She's in the her nice, mom had the, the money. Nice school and exactly. So like she's privileged she in took so the many ways. Classes. She yeah. took the martial arts classes. Would she have been a black belt at young at and 12? And fencing and yeah. So, although, yeah, yeah, that's super privileged. But also uh, Eleanor calls her out on, you know, you're getting yourself in too deep and I'm your mom and I'm, I yeah. need to, I'm trying to help you. And if, parents have to do that or should do that and if you subtract that from her being villainous in which her villainy we can talk about i question that because she was kind of just i think she might have been in a hard spot i think she was but like if you if you take away the fact that like she was in the wrong in a lot of this and just look at it as her as a parent. She's fucking right in like 99% of what she said. As a mother, yes. As a mother. As a, or as a parent. As a, yeah, as a parent. Let's use the generic term. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. So, uh, but I loved Haley. I think she's got a great comedic sensibility, yes. but also just this earnestness but that also I her, like with Kate. Her naive, naive. Naivete. Naivete. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, her enthusiasm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's right. It's your branding. Hawkeye needs better he branding. Needs better he branding. Does. But he's like, but I'm a spy. He's like, I don't fucking I'm not supposed care. to be noticed. He wasn't supposed to be front and center. He, it just happened that way. He just, he oops Avengered. Didn't he though? He did not mean to be an Avenger. It just happened. It just happened. Um, so yeah, so that's, um, but there is so much um, that Kate does get into. There's a whole future for her in this MCU. I'm looking I'm forward super to having excited. her. She's involved with Old Man Logan at one point, which ooh, oh, I would shit. love that. I think, I think what they're doing is very smart because not to say like your Chris Evans was old when he was cast, but I think they're going into this. I know this is technically phase three, but it's kind of phase two. I think we're in phase four. Oh, phase four. Phase four. But like, this is our second kind generation. of generation, full, full Avengers team. It's the second generation, yeah. And so I think they're going into it, going cool. Like they look at they look at the Haley's Haley's who's twenty six at, at this point when we're recording this, and going, you good, right? We're in this for a while. But also, I know that Kevin has said that they are shortening the contract lengths because they learned. Really? Yeah, okay. That they learned um, okay. that they need to be careful. And I think they're diversifying not just in gender and ethnicity, but they're diversifying their characters to where it's like if Haley decides to bow out in five years, it's not going to cripple them as far as like their grand plan. True. 
you've got America, but you've we got are, all these other Kamala. But I want young adventures. I know. I want the I, next generation. I want, I want it. I want that team so bad. But we're getting we're getting there. But I, I but also we had the the Avenger movies, mm-hmm. the, the Avengers, the actual you know the Avengers, the Infinity yeah. War, the Endgame. I want that. I want so we. Crescendo- I want to get there. With so we them. we crescendoed, and then we had a coda. I want a crescendo. I want another crescendo. Yeah, that's going to be so great when we finally get there. Because we ha- we still have so many people we haven't introduced. We haven't introduced. Well, there's characters Ms. that Marvel. they may have introduced that we don't know that they've introduced. That's true. Because that's always the thing with with the MCU. Mm-hmm. You you have to go back and go. Oh, because we've that got was a thing. Wiccan Patriot. Yep. Um, what's the other? Uh, Cassie. Speed. Um, Speed. His name is Speed. It's so stupid. Oh, come on. Wiccan? Yeah, I know. Come oh, on. I know it's dumb as hell. But... Oh, well, all the names are kind of dumb if you But, think you know, Miss Marvel, but... we've got... Um, uh, we got the Miss Marvel coming, but she's going to be introducing... Ironheart. Ironheart. Um, so we, we still have so many that are yeah. yet to come. I'm with you. I cannot wait for the when we get the money shot of the Young Avengers. You know, the Avengers yeah. shot where it's yeah. the circular. Yeah. The, We're heroes, gonna have the hero shot. The hero shot, which I am a or, sucker for. Or a good old hero walk. Just give me a hero oh, walk. I love a hero walk. I do love a good hero walk. Um, but so, like, it's nice to be in this, but I also can't wait to be, like, three, four years from now when I'm when I'm looking back going, yeah, there I see was. the payoff. Yeah. All right, You've so, always got to look at the bigger picture with, with the MCU. I know. So we got to get moving on. Okay. Uh, so Eleanor Bishop, we've already kind of talked about her. Derek She's was, a great actress. Um, I really Vera, love her. Yes. Vera. Vera Where do I know her from? from? Everything. She's been okay. in everything. Okay, cool. She's one of those actresses that she's always in stuff. Um, okay. Let me, s- I will try to find Hang something that you know her, her from. IMDb right here. Yeah, but I know what you'll like, okay. You'll know. know where from. Okay, that's fine. So I'm going to move on to yes, Jack. Oh, you already there? Jack Duquesne. Is that that does not look like Jack I know Duquesne. it's Duquesne is what it looks like, but yeah, so it's played they, by Tony Dalton, who is just a, a buffoon. Oh my god, just an utter buffoon. Like they tried to make you think that he was going to, but no, he always seemed too dumb. He, because he was. Because he's got big himbo energy. And I respect big himbo energy. Yes. But, like, big himbos are not the mastermind. So, let's talk about uh, who the character is. He was introduced in Avengers number 19 in June of 1965. Jesus, he goes way back. He was technically Clint Barton's uh, mentor. And the mustache was that canon. Was, yeah, that was that the was cheese a ball mustache. Oh, yeah, and he was a pure cheese ball. He did turn out to be a villain. His name was Swordsman. Of course it was. Because if like if you take Hawkeye Jack mm-hmm. and you said, dude, gun to your head, what's your what's your superhero or villain name? He'd be like, Swordsman. He would, wouldn't he? He would. Like, uh, it tracks. So, Swordsman did have a gambling problem. He was heavily in debt, as we do see that Jack tracks. as being. So, he was kind of more of a comic relief here. But I think it's going to bring us, it may bring us around more to uh, further into uh, the Wilson Fist. Also, I love that they called him on, on Assembled the quote-unquote red herring. And it's like... Anybody watching that going, no, that's anybody a, that, with two that's brain a, cells. That's an idiot have, right yeah. there. And like he was an actual idiot. He don't know shit. He wasn't going to come up and be smart. Uh, he is, the character is dead. Uh, Chaos War number five in January 2011. So, you know, there's that. But I'm not going to. But yeah, he was, 
You've just seen her and stuff. I'm not finding anything that makes me go, ah, that's what Janya knows her from. Okay. She's just been in, she's a, okay. she's a working actress. Gotcha. Did you watch the Conjuring movies? I saw the first one. She's the wife. Oh. Okay, okay. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Should have yeah. known it was that horror. That was good. Yeah. I came home for her the movies and was worried about my mirrors after seeing that. So it was good. I don't typically get scared after horror movies. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but I got, well, I came home to an empty, dark apartment. Ooh. Yeah, that was fun. So let's talk about Kazi. Okay, he was I, great. He was interesting. He's played by Froth, Irish actor Frothy. Frothy. Yeah. Mm, bless him. His accent in the, in the assembled, it's pure Irish. He's so He's pretty. Adorable. He's very pretty. Like, they kind of, they kind of, like, fussed him up in mm-hmm. the show, and but he's real pretty. So his code name is The Clown. Uh, I don't was, like that. I don't like that one little bit. He was introduced during the, uh, he's a Matt Faction. Oh, yeah, Matt Faction. Did we talk about him already? Uh, well, who, he is a consulting producer, He is a consulting way. producer, yes. Yeah. But he was introduced in the series that this show is, is pulled okay. from. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so he was a young boy, moved to America, after a circus family, was killed during an armed oh, conflict. Oh, and circus was circus folk back in the day. So his full name is Casimirez Casimir I'm just gonna leave it there um which he is credited as that in the um in the Hawkeye show that is he's Kazi slash Kazi Kazakamirez yeah so he's he's a much more there's a lot more to him um he was hired by numerous mob bosses including Kingpin the Owl he's leader of the tracksuit mafia which that's a whole other story uh, he killed Hawkeye's neighbor Grills, so Grills is a canon character. No, I don't want Grills to die. That he's a good he's boy. Gonna, doesn't mean he's gonna die, but Grills is a character, but he is not the Grills we know from the show. Okay, um, he is a very large white man in a ball cap. Okay, but the but there was a Grills, so there you for, go for colorblind casting. Thank yep. you very much for that. Um, so that's cool. I didn't realize Grills was an actual character. So yeah, I mean that's. Um, I like I liked Kazi despite getting the warning bells that kind of as you because the audience sees it as Maya sees it where it's like wait a minute why wasn't he at the meeting yes and, but yes that you was like Kazi because he because Maya's a sympathetic character and then he kind of is by extension as two dimensional as Maya was in this yeah. yeah but I but you see like why she feels the way she does true yeah um yeah and you see that her dad was super loving and like that always kind of like, you know, is, is a shot to my heart right there. Yeah. Um, but I really, I liked Kazi and I didn't want him to be an asshole. I didn't either. But and it was. hurts. It yeah. was painful. Um, but a but lot I- of this was where you see Kate and her found family being a good thing and her being kind of like an honorary Barton. You also In see, the end, yeah. you also see the found family biting Maya in the ass because yes. you see Kingpin being like, I'm your, you know, like being the, the kind uncle and, and we're family. Um, so I did kind of like the, the duality of that, but yeah, Maya was, Maya was wasted. So let's talk about Maya. Yeah. Um, so she was played by, I keep switching between tabs. So she was played by, what is her name? Uh, I'll, Alakwa? Yeah, Alakwa. Alakwa Cox, who is, in fact, uh, she is deaf. She does have a prosthetic leg. She is native. She is native. Um, so the character she plays, Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. Mm-hmm. 
uh, was introduced in Daredevil Volume Number Two, Issue Number Nine, in May of 1999. Okay, so she's relatively Echo. recent too. Oh, she was a Ronin. Oh shit! She, t- she picked up the Ronin mantle in New Avengers Number Eleven, September of 2005. So that's because you know be we interesting. have an Echo project series. Yes, now. that's why she was in this. Right, this is her jumps jump so point. I'm- I'm hoping my dissatisfaction with how she was kind of put in Hawkeye will be relieved when she gets her own series. I'm because there was so. so much that could have been done with her that wasn't. Okay, so she was born deaf. Okay. So, um... But I liked, like, watching The Assembled, you saw her mention, um, like, they mentioned a couple times, like, well, we have to make sure that um, we're accessible for Alakwa. Um, she mentions yes. on stunts and stuff, like there's certain kicks that I couldn't do with my prosthetic legs. So my stunt double did it. And so like, I really, I know there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, Oh, too little, too late. Marvel. Fuck you. But they're trying. Well, and they're also and they're doing like you a really said, good job with the actors and actresses yes. to make it good for them to participate in well, this. Well, and they, they made the set accessible yes. for her. They made yes. the stunts not just her prosthetic leg, but they also discussed the stunts with her hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, because they didn't she want would, her punching because her, she's signing. They didn't want her to hurt her hands because that's yep. how she talks. Right. That's her primary form that of communication. That is how she communicates. So they were very careful with her hands. Right. Uh, to make sure she didn't injure her hands specifically on set uh, and other people on set, like the guy who plays Kazi. Yeah. I cannot say that name. That's just too hilarious. Um, Fra-free. Actually. Fee, was, not free. Fafi. He's adorable. Fra-fee. He's really cute. He, knew, he, looks like, he looks like freaking Kit Harrington, okay? He just really does. When I first glanced him on the I know, set, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? No, was Kit's this other character? Yeah. He's Dane, what's his name, from Eternals. He's that guy. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he was, he was learning, um, sign language and also there's reports that both Haley and, uh, Jeremy both learned sign language to welcome her to set. Yeah. And so they're making it very accessible for her, which I love because this people in the world exist. Because obviously the representation on the screen is very important, but also like how, how these people are treated on set is very important as well. Well, it's, it's. It's sad that we have to have laws about it. Yeah. But you should make things accessible for disabled people. Yeah. Um, Everybody's got different shit to, to contend with. And they're with. still people. Yeah, exactly. And they have to live in this world. And it doesn't hurt us. <gasps> exactly. To, to like, I freaking wish I knew ASL, but that's, we're, we're digressing here yeah. terribly. Um, I was, like like you were saying... And she's part of the, uh, there's the Yakuza and the Hand, and it just goes on and oh, on and on the game. The Tracksuit Mafia, which is canon. Oh, I don't um, care about the Hand anymore. I know. I, they spoiled me on that. But then, um, but she, her her character introduction really did feel shoehorned. We got a it great, did. we got such a great introduction and backstory in such a short period of time. Yes, for with Kate her, Bishop. with the flashback. Yeah. But with Mayo, it felt. We did get a really great flashback of her with her dad. And I, like I said, yeah. I really felt for her because she had a great, I felt it because she had a great relationship with her dad and her dad seemed like a great guy, but oh, he was a criminal. I think the, the here, okay. So I'm just thinking this on the fly. I think the reason why I was better able to accept and feel more connected to Kate Bishops is because they gave us the connection to the, the war in New York. Yeah. The battle of the battle of New York yeah. and him. Which and was the, nice Those cutback scenes where you see Clint jumping into the building and yeah. that it felt, you felt it like it would, it, it was connected within the story yeah. already. And we get introduced to Maya and it's so alien. Yeah. And I don't mean, 
you know, extraterrestrial. I mean, yeah. as in foreign. Foreign to, to the, to the crux of the story. So, but, but I mean, how could they have done it better? Yeah. I don't know. So. I, honestly, I almost feel like, and I, and I know they were, they were hyping us for Echo, because the thing, the thing with some people watching the MCU is they need a hook. So to be able to watch the Echo show, some people, not all, because you and I are sluts and we'll watch whatever Marvel puts out. You're right. But some people need to have that familiarity. Yeah. They need that hook of, oh, yeah, she was in Hawkeye. Right. Well, and, and But I feel like they could have removed her and it wouldn't have been to the show's detriment. No, with her not being, if we had just taken her out and just leave Kazi and Kingpin in there. Yeah. I think it would have been the same story. Yeah, and I, I get why they did it, but also it kind of did her a disservice at the same time. But I don't know how they could have done it better. Yeah. Maybe have a seventh episode, stick another episode in there and give us more. Give us more room to breathe with give her. Give us more empathy with her. Yeah. Give us more connection to her. I just, and maybe it's like, just me. I didn't feel it. I was with her in wanting to kill Kingpin because he's the son of a bitch and but he it's King, killed her dad. But we have, we know Kingpin. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm with you. I, I kind of, I'm not going to backseat right to the point of being like, oh, they could have done it 50 we different ways better. We gotta trust Kevin though, because he's got, he's got the he's long got term the, in mind. Yeah. You gotta give him that. You can't watch mm. anything. That's, and that's kind of the, the hard thing watching the MCU right now in the middle of it. Yeah. Is you can't go, oh, I don't know, like in five years, this may, this may like fit better. Okay, so, so think about how we felt about the Guardians when they shoehorned them into the seat, into the movies. Yeah. You're just like, oh, this is a little. What the mm. fuck? And they're, you know. Because that was the first time we went cosmic. Yeah, exactly. And we were like, hmm. I don't know about this. So. It was fun, but like, what's the point? You gotta trust yeah. it. All right, so let's talk about Kingpin because. Oh, that was a we, big fucking deal. I'm pretty sure we talked about him way back when we did Daredevil. My God, that's been a minute. Speaking of, speaking of, yes, those are going to be on uh, Disney Plus. What you said, March sixteenth. March sixteenth. They're all going to be on Disney Plus. Um, so. The the rights have reverted, and that okay. And we're going to have our standard because we had this conversation with No Way Home. Just because this is Vincent D'Onofrio does not mean that it's necessarily the exact same kingpin that was in the Daredevil series. We Vincent- have variants. We have okay. You know, but Vincent D'Onofrio has said himself that he is playing this character. He's playing this character exactly as he did in the Netflix series. We just don't know. We don't know. So I don't right because everybody's, including myself, is getting really excited because it's like Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones. (laughs) And it's like, we don't know. I love Jessica Jones. We don't know that this is necessarily the same Kingpin or the same no. Daredevil for that matter that we saw no. in No Way Home. Char- not the same Charlie. Not well, it's the same Charlie Cox, but the yeah. same. What, what is it? Matt Murdock. Yeah. Murdock. But, but I like that they're open to using those actors because some of those were perfect casting. What was it they said in Assemble? Kevin just made a call and Vincent showed up and, you know, mm-hmm. here we are. But anyway, but Vincent, uh, not Vincent's, uh, Wilson Frisk, Fisk. Yes. Fisk first appeared in Amazing Literally Spider-Man. Literally larger than alive. Yes. Amazing Spider-Man number yep. 50 back in April of 1967 apparently is still alive, maybe. Yeah, he's a Spider-Man um, Daredevil villain. He is. So he's in that world. Yep. Um, I know him from the animated series. And man. there is hints. There are a lot of people theorizing that at the end of No Way Home, that Peter Parker has moved into Hell's Kitchen. Oh, that's that makes me happy. So, so that is a thing. Um, so let's talk about 
kingpin. Yeah. He took those hits really well. He's, I mean, and the thing with kingpin is he is physically very imposing and he's always been kind of this almost negative kinetic energy. He kind of like okay. stops a lot of that shit okay. because with his sheer bulk, his body is just able to block a lot of the the you know the chops and the and the okay. kicks and stuff. And I think they I think they brought some of that over really well because you know without him being super powered. Yes, yes, without him being because there's a lot of talk about a that. super, but because he's, um, he's not a super, he no. is he is huge. He he's is a very large man, but he is not. Uh, it's a lot of muscle. Yes. Um, much like uh, like a sumo wrestler. And it's funny because, you know, in the Assembled, you see Vincent talking out of costume. And... He is not that big. He's not that big. No. Like, he's he does have a very large neck w- and that shows with the, with the bald head and everything. But, mm-hmm. like, they pad his shoulders most significantly. Oh, the, pat- the padded shoulders. You um, can see when he strikes a hit. Yeah. And it's like... So, I, I like that... Because Vincent can still move, mm-hmm. but but they give him that imposing stature, but it's not also completely cartoon-like. Because you could, I mean, like, in, in some of those panels that you see Kingpin in, he's almost as wide as he is tall. Yes. Um, he's a large human so being. Well, they not, also shoot him from underneath sometimes. Yeah, it's not too bigger. cartoonish. But it's I real close. Though. I love the way Vincent plays this character. Oh, he's great at it. His his delivery, his speech patterns. Yep, is more than just mob boss because in in essence that's yeah. what Kingpin. I mean the name Kingpin. Come but on. But you almost always. I'm for me. I'm always on the edge of like, yeah, he's reasonable. Like he's he he's, is a master. Okay, so going a through nice his guy like his. He's, fine his list of abilities one of listed is criminal genius yep um the man is has he's yep extremely in extremely uh intelligent strategizes he's a super um, villain he man. also has uh indomitable will uh multilingual he's a master martial artist uh he has peak human strength and those are listed as his yeah. abilities now to bring it back to hawkeye um they do make him a little more desperate Yes, because he's been blipped. But he, but he lost a snapped. Was he blipped? Because I, I think he I, was. I thought it was that he didn't, but he lost a large chunk of his empire because of the blip. I thought he was, and he, that's why he's trying to reclaim everything because okay. he was gone for five years. Okay, and so everything I rebuilt that everything around else him was gone for five years, and he's still trying to reclaim what. That's was interesting because they didn't really say. They really didn't. So and interesting. that's interesting that we both took it a different way. Okay. Interesting. So, and then of course Yelena was in it, um, but we've talked about Yelena's uh, history recently. Yes. Um, and again, we don't want to get bogged down. But also, Florence Pugh can be in whatever the fuck they want her to be in uh-huh. as Yelena because her. she's this perfection. That scene between her and, and and Kate, the macaroni and cheese scene, the macaroni and cheese scene, the sriracha. Uh. So much of that was improved. It's just the yeah. best. As far as I'm concerned, if they want to put Yelena in a scene, I don't fucking care. Do it. I love, <laughs> no, right? I love her, and I love the way I Florence love her plays her. Yeah, she's just she's pure fucking chaos, and I love that you get from her the connection with Kate is not manufactured. It is oh my god, I desperately want a friend. 
but I got to kill Clint. But no, but are we going to do drinks like you suggested drinks? And I'd love to do I that. To but do I got to kill Clint. But I've got to. Uh, it's, yeah. It's business. But Yelena is really good at the, you know, business. Versus, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Yelena desperately wants to connect to somebody again. Yep. Because she lost uh, Natasha. Yeah. And she lost all of her Black Widow sisters. She lost everything. And I think you pointed something out that was really interesting that I didn't think of. In this relationship with Kate, Yelena gets to be the big sister. Mm-hmm. She yes. gets to be the more seasoned one, yes. taking care of the other yes. younger one. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, They can put Yelena in every fucking movie, TV show, and I'm happy. And also, watch, again, watch, just watch, having just watched Assembled, um, Florence Pugh coming onto set and owning the space has mm-hmm. Haley pointed out it, yeah to be that kind of a mentor for Haley as a person yeah, yeah. Florence Pugh as a woman that, on set because while Jeremy talks about trying to be a mentor and helping yeah. bring her into the Marvel universe behind the scenes yeah. that universe not just the just the being a part one, of but being a part thing. of the the cog in the wheel yeah. of of the MCU um so I think that's great yeah. So uh, I just want to see if maybe if I can run through some of these uh, Easter eggs real quick. Sure. Uh, so when Kate's running around on campus, I missed this. Okay. There was a plaque uh, reading Stain Tower. Obadiah, Obadiah, Obadiah Stain. Stain. Oh, no. It took me a minute, but oh, yes. shit. Um, da, da, da. There's some of this crap that nobody... That's, talk one about of, the, that's one of the things that, like, I don't know what the world knows about the Obadiah business. Did they know he was the one in that fucking suit in the you first... Know, I don't like, know. That's the kind of stuff I wish I knew. Uh, so in, while Clint's watching the play, he talks about, you know, Ant-Man wasn't there. But he was. In a way, yes, he, he was. was there. Can we talk kind about of, the play? Can we not talk about the play? They put so much effort <laughs> they did. into like, the that choreography. They get Adam Pascal... Who, um, best known for originally playing Roger in Rent, still doing Broadway, powerhouse voice. He's doing the voice of Steve. He's also on stage as New Yorker number one. Um, they choreographed this. They built these elaborate sets, but also it comes off as the cheesiest, stupidest thing. But also, I could do this all day slap as a song. Does it though? It does for musical theater nerds. And, like, it's so absurd because it was supposed to be absurd, but also I feel like if Kevin Feige one day was like, no, I want to seriously make an Avengers musical, and, like, for realsykins. Like, it would happen. It would happen, it and would it would happen. be amazing. Get Lin-Manuel, it'll be fine. It would be amazing, um, and we'd love it. But it even mentions shawarma. It does. It's great. I, I loved how absurd it is, and it's... It's so bad, but I it's can't. good. It's the secondhand embarrassment is too much. For it me. is. It's oh so much. But I do. That is good to point out, though. Technically, Ant Man was there. He kind of was there. So uh, there was a Lucky Cat figure. Oh, seriously? Somewhere in this, and it's just it was a nod to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, that's nice. Um, so Armand du- Duquesne. Du- why can't I say that? Because it's, it looks, it's spelled completely the, different. The quiz. Yeah. Yeah. The third. He is an actual character. He is Jack's <sighs> uncle. He's the first person who gives him his first sword. Who, I think that actor was Simon Callow, who is one of those actors that he's in everything. He's in everything. He's always amazing. And he was just this kind of like, you know, elder kind of stuffy 
British guy, and mm-hmm. it worked, and he was perfect, and then he died. Yeah. But um, he, like, I love that actor. The Watch. Yeah. That the whole show. Yeah. You're like, whose watch is Whose watch? Whose watch? Whose watch? Why is this watch so freaking important? So, okay, so fine. It is Laura Barton's watch. And yep. yes, there she is. She is a mockingbird. She is a mockingbird. But again, as we all know, these these names are titles. that yes. are passed on from person to person. I don't think we're going to see Adrian Pedelecki to my detriment. And nor does it make S.H.I.E.L.D., which... Where else, my, is, where else would Clint have met her, though? My personal Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon is that it's not... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be... It's coming to uh, uh, Disney Plus, too. It wasn't already there? Mm, there's, that's one of them. They oh. announced all the okay. Netflix and Agents that's of S.H.I.E.L.D. Weird. I personally Agent think... Quadra- I don't know. It was, I saw it. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stopped being canon with, like, season two. I think it diverged as a separate timeline. After Winter, the Winter Soldier. Yes. So, but... That does not necessarily invalidate Adrian Palicki, Bobby Morse as a A Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Correct. Um, So so do you think we'll get more of Laura's backstory? I hope so. Because, like, that makes her interesting. Because why was the watch so important to the tracksuit mafia? Exactly. Because it didn't didn't have her name and Mockingjay. That's the thing. But what good does exposing Laura Barton do? Exactly. So there's that. And I love that actress, and I think that she's been wasted as Clint's, you know, doting wife. So I would love to see her be given more. Okay, so the watch shows lot number um, 268. Is that the issue number? Avengers issue 268 features Kang. Who's Kang? In his time palace. Loki. Kang oh, Kang. Hopper. I thought you said Kane, K-A-N-E. Kang. Kang. Oh, Jesus. So it's a stretch, but, I mean, it's the best, you know, Shrug. people are coming up with right now. Um, okay. <laughs> Lucky the dog is of course in the comics oh, by the way. He he That is. dog is a girl and she's perfect. She is perfect and she doesn't her eye is fine. Yeah, it's CGI. that's all CGI. It's CGI. No um, puppies were hurt. No. They were might be given pizza that they probably shouldn't have eaten, but <laughs> you know, shrug. I'm just looking through different Oh, you got neighbors. I know. I don't like them i don't like my neighbors either um they're like four kids over there mm. like toddler kids and they scream a lot uh when clint patches up kate's head wound the moment mirrors when natasha did the same for yelena and black widow that's a stretch that's a stretch but whatever i do, i do always which we talked about this in black widow that uh natasha is wink wink not super powered but she survived things that she shouldn't have been able to otherwise um super serum. so like if you really look at it clint is the only straight up human and so it was nice to see him mentoring to another just straight up human with with kate like oh man i've had to go i've been going toe to toe with these literal gods mm-hmm. um and like here's how you you know stereo strip your wound so I, I i like that i like the realism of that i do too um i thought that was great because <clears throat> how he's he's it's the start of him mentoring her in exactly exactly because he was very reluctant right so so we can move on to episode two uh, yes. which is titled echoes okay echo <laughs> echo echoes <laughs> see what we did there <laughs> yeah did we though <laughs> we tried um, to do my astro dad if dragons are real they're trying to link that to shang chi ah they are though they are though just in a pocket dimension it's right. fine don't worry about it's it it's fine don't think about it too hard um 
I'm just kind of... If you heard that, I'm not peeing. I'm just pouring <laughs> Just finishing wine. the bottle of wine. It's my KB Toys. God, that was like a fucking flashback because KB Toys, man, you used to have to go to KB Toys in the mall because like... It was a I toy store, went, man. I never went to KB Toys. I was a Toys R Us kid. I was a toy... But like, do you remember Children's Palace? No. Up on the... It's where the... Okay. That's dating it. Remember where the Circuit City used to be by the Galleria? And it's no longer a Circuit City. It was up on the hill by where Guitar Center is. No. That used to be a Children's Palace before it was a Circuit City. Wow. And then Circuit City failed. Um, Children's Palace was the tits. I was a Toys R Us kid. I'm sorry. I I was an equal opportunity. Whoever was going to buy me a toy, like, I didn't care where it came from. You're right. I was a Barbie whore. So, (laughs) my God. So, the uh, 1972 Red Dodge Challenger was Clint's car. Oh, is that the and one the they passed match? that she wanted to get in and then he picked the older? And it got destroyed anyway. Amazing. That was his car in the Hawkeye comics, Amazing. By the way. Trust a bro. Bro, 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 bro. Oh. We need to up our bros. I, like, against my better judgment, my brain was like, but but we like them and we I could probably, we could probably fix them. them. We want to we adopt could, them. We yeah. could fix them. They're not beyond redemption. They're gangsters, sure, but they're good boys. Deep down. All right. All the trick arrows, which were a lot of fun. They talk about how those link into the comics. They do the pin particles. I will say it was nice to see trick arrows because we kind of just saw Clint shooting arrows and just like he shot like 12 arrows. But in the past, in the, in the movies, we've seen him do, 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 do. That is true. To make the, an explosive one. Yeah. But like it was nice to see all Changes the like the tips, the weird tricks and stuff. Where the hell is he getting them from, though? Tony? Tony's dead. Well, I know, but I think at some point, Tony was... Because he's... Well, but uh, he's got the pin particle one. Yeah. You know... And the thing is, you know that came from Scott, and Scott was like, dude, this would be really cool if it was, <laughs> if it was on an arrow, but, like, don't tell Hank. You know... Um, you know um, that was Scott being a dumbass, um, and, like, Hank doesn't know no, anything not, about an arrow. Not Scott. Um, the Hope. girl. Hope. You know Hope had something to do. There's no way Scott... Well, no, Scott is a mechanical engineer. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And he's like, dude, don't tell anybody, but like, this would be super sick if it was like on an arrow. Tell me how it works. Yeah. Uh, The costuming. The costuming was great. Like this whole, this whole series was really great. I loved their final costumes. Um, and I, I liked all of Eleanor's costumes. They were, the dresses, they they were were beautiful, overtly villainous, but they were also like, they were villainous. They this were rich very, fucking bitch. Okay. <laughs> they were they were James Bond villainy. They were like evil queen kind of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, like, I really appreciated kinda that. Like, but, like John Wick. Sh- yeah, like excessively these, like, rich. I wear a gown, you, you know, kind of thing. I, I like that. But I like Kate. Kate was very understated for most of it. She was just wearing mm-hmm. well, not her mom did clothes. Cut off her credit card and her apartment burned down. But yeah, that's, you know. But like Kate didn't look. Like, she wasn't one of those where you're like, that bitch wouldn't wouldn't be wearing that. Like, it felt organic. I yeah. like that. There's all kinds. I'm not going to go into all of these, but there's so many nods to the comics. Yeah, because you've got Marvel scenery. nerds adding this shit. Well, there's the scenery. There's the uh, the holiday, the ugly sweater with uh, 
Clint that she does. Yeah. Um, the movies, uh, which are, include Elf, Die Hard, National Lampoon's, Christmas Vacation, Polar Express, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, The Santa Ooh, Claus. Polar Express is hard to watch. Of all of those movies, I've seen... Die Hard. Die Hard. Yep. That tracks. Because I can't get you to watch Elf. Don't do Christmas. <laughs> I love Elf so much, <laughs> and I can't get you to watch Elf. I do like National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, I haven't seen that in... Just not Christmas Vacation. A thousand years. Um, also, see, see also our um, random movies yeah. feed that has Queenie Some making Christmas me movies. watch rom-cons. You liked them. You liked Do Love I? Actually. You liked Love Actually. Like Love Actually. You did like Love You liked The Holiday, too. I liked the fanfic I read of The Holiday more I than I liked The Holiday. I will still credit that. No, but, like, I really, I liked, and they timed it this time of year. It came out. Which, those of you who think we're out of order, technically the finale of Hawkeye was after No Way Home, so suck it. That's why, that's why we did it this um, way. But, like, I really, it hit, it hit at that time of year. It was very like, ooh, it's the holiday season. So, like, I, I like that. I like that they incorporated True. that. And it gave it kind of a heightened, you know, Clint's got to get home before Christmas kind of feel to yes, it. Yes, that, that pressure that, and yeah. the, the, oh, the, oh, the scene where, um, he's got, uh, the, the Nathaniel, uh, on the phone and he doesn't have his hearing aid oh, and Kate I loved, is, and Kate is being like, it's a him, you know, it's a little boy. It's a little boy. She's yeah. Writing it down for which mm, that was really her handwriting is mm, something else. Um, but Kate's that, would be, let's be real. Yeah. That showed us the human side. And it yep. saw Kate realize yeah. he's a person. Yeah, and he's got he's this not family. Just he's got obligations, hero, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so let's talk about <clears throat> the uh, subliminal Thanos was right. We see it on a mug. Yeah, we see it written on the urinal. Because here, the here's the thing with Thanos, and I think we talked about this in our various and sundry um, Endgame and Infinity War podcasts. On paper, Thanos is 100% right. So is communism. Exactly. On but paper. It's, but it's one of those things where it's like, cool, and then you have to put it into reality, and you're killing half the universe. And who are you to decide? Who lives and who dies. Exactly. Right? And so... Well, he... He's a titan. Because we see in... Or no, he's a, an eternal. Yes. Which, that's a whole other thing. I know, right? Um, That still hurts my brain. But like, you see... They gotta reconcile that. You see the human cost in Endgame of my husband was was snapped. My my fa- Clint's whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, the psychological fallout. And so from it's that. one of those things where it's and like, and then them coming back. We see that in Eternals, right? And and like it's one of those things where looking at our Earth, non comic as it is today, we're overpopulated and we're we're heading to a not great place. 100% true. Could we could we do better if half our population disappeared? Probably. But also, then half our population disappears and we have to deal with the real and human aftermath. But also, right? there so, would be people that'd be like, yeah, Thanos was right. Of course. Absolutely. There, so you know, I, there are podcasts called Thanos was right. Yeah, we're not going to get into the political side of this, but I mean... The resources, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get into real world, real world politics. But we could though. We could. Yeah. But, you know, on paper to, and the whole, his whole thing was always, we don't have enough resources in order to make things better on everybody else. 
we need to reduce the population yep. of the universe because it's such a pain on our resources. And randomizing it is really the best way to go about it. It's true. But honestly, if Thanos had done it in a way that erased the memory of those people. Sure. We would have been fine. Maybe. Yeah. Because the psychological fallout. That that was that was the hard part of people grieving and having to, to go to support groups and all these abandoned homes. And, you know, that was the hard part. It, it wasn't like, oh, we have too many resources now. Right. It, so, like, yeah, Thanos on paper, sure, he was right in a well, way. Well, you didn't have the workforce to create the resources that bought yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, like, I, but, but I do like fact, that they gave us those yes, little touches. That's what I was about to say. I'm yes. glad that they're not letting that just be gone. And I always think about, because we don't know the full story that was told to the rank and file people of the world. But yeah, because it's called the blip, not the snap. Right. And so like we, they know like the general story, mm-hmm. but like if, if you're told like kind of a Cliff's notes version and maybe you're sitting in your mom's basement and you weren't really affected because you and your mom weren't weren't snapped. So, like, maybe Thanos is right. And so I like having that perspective it's, because it would exist. All right. I'm going to do it. It's just like with COVID and the yeah. people who have not lost somebody close and personal to them to COVID. And being like, it's not a big deal, you guys. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to go there. Yeah. I, have, I personally have not, luckily, not yeah. been affected by it. Um, I have personally not lost anybody particularly close to me. Yeah. Um, I've known people who have gotten it and they're sick and they have recovered. Yeah. But I'm, I count myself extremely lucky. But you know that your personal experience doesn't invalidate somebody else's experience. But there are people out there who have lost their husbands, their wives, their children, their parents. Yeah. Um, best friends, whatever to this. And it's, but that doesn't invalid just because I haven't doesn't make it okay. So, so the myopic, well, Thanos is right. Of course it's out there. And if, and I'm, I'm glad we see that. Yes, exactly. I'm glad it's and not. And I wonder if that's going to creep into some future stuff, some future projects. I'm Yeah, and, and that's fine. It should. Because we this saw the This is the flag, way worlds work. The Flag Smashers in... Falcon and the Winter Soldier yes. were a direct result yes, of Yes, exactly. The they would not have existed if it weren't for it. Exactly. So, so I, I thought that was a nice touch, and I hope we see more of that. Um, so, yeah. I'm still glancing through. Okay, yeah. Okay, the watch with Laura's. Yeah, we all know that. Yelena. So, the first appearance of Yelena in the mask. We did, because we didn't know it was her. But we knew it was her. But you knew it was her, because but her fighting thing. style. Although, I will say, the iconic interview with jeremy renner before hawkeye came out i think it was i want to say it was, i know i want to say it was fallon i and, was gonna say it was fallon and he was like he was like yeah so so florence Pugh, yelena is in this is in this project and jeremy renner's like who? who who's that and he's like dude she's she's been credited as being in the show and renner's like I don't know, man. Contract, like, I don't contract. know. I was, I was there, but I wasn't there. And it's, it's great because you can tell he's like, I have the Marvel sniper on me <laughs> and I don't know what I There's can no tell and what dot, I can't. There's no red dot, but it's there. I don't know so. what I can tell and what I can't. So like, wink. Who? And then this is the same where we get the, the cape falling off the roof. 
Just like the Natasha. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that part. Yeah. We're, sh- we're. Ooh, that was hard. Yeah. That was very. Um, also. Fifty we, Shades of Flashback. Can we talk about the fight between the final fight between Yelena and Clint? We will. Okay. We, we will. We'll get there. We okay. will. We're still on episode cool. four. Cool. Um, Yelena wearing the the braids that the the widows oh. do. God, I wish I could do that. My God, arms, her hair is always so on point. You have the don't. hair for it. I have too. the hair. I just don't have the arms um, to do all that. I've just recently learned the you um, need a TikTok, hair and makeup team. The TikTok ponytail that's been going around here lately. I just recently, my God, you've got the braid hair. Yes, I have so much hair. Um, it's waist length for you people yeah, who can't see me. It's a lot. Uh, and there's the vest. Uh, oh, the, it's a tactical vest. A vest, vest, but not the vest. It's it a is, tactical vest. It is. Um, I like that we saw Yelena deal with the blip. That was really cool. Yeah, okay. Next episode. Um, oh, so now we're on sorry. Seven. No, you're fine. I don't know. I'm just kind of flipping through. Because I don't remember what was in one episode, quite honestly. I don't either. It's all one big blur. Um, so we're talking That's about why we're vest. doing one big cast for it. Yeah. Okay. So here, oh, yeah, you're right. Here we we finally get to see an actual blip. Yeah, from, from the blippies perspective. Perspective. It and was so, so she's, nice. She's in the bathroom and she's and it's like boom. It's a literal and snap in time, and you the see wall. the walls. <sighs> and you know what I thought happened? I thought it was some Doctor Strange magic bullshit. My brain, Wanda? my brain was not processing that is what had happened until like. 30 seconds later, and I go, oh, fuck. I I immediately went magic. Uh, well, it was. It but, was. Um, but, yeah, I kind of expected to see something like that in a movie, not a show. Yeah, because I still, but... I still stand by the fact that the last we saw in a movie about the blip really was what the Russos gave us in Endgame is that the world kind of ground to a halt in a lot of ways like there's still all this abandoned property in san francisco and like so i think i still stand by my my assessment that they overdid it in endgame compared to what we saw on the tv shows of like falcon and the winter soldier and stuff like this but it was really cool to see it from yelena's perspective yelena specifically yeah i re because yelena can do whatever she wants well She's and I'm happy. She's perfect. She um, is. But she has such a unique perspective on the world. She's so mm-hmm. badass, but she's very childlike. Yes. In a lot of ways. Yes, because she wasn't given a traditional upbringing. Correct. Um, so, so yes, yeah. like the world. Um, interesting. Also, so, we, got a, we got a hint that Val's been working this shit for a while. Yes. Because the, the widow that Yelena was there to see before she had a kid and Anna. got married. Anna was doing freelance before mm-hmm. even the blip happened. So, yeah. And it also, um, you kind of pick up on that Anna is her name, the mm-hmm. person you're talking about. Uh, she adopts a daughter during the blip. Yes. Um, which yes. would have explored children who would have been orphaned. Yeah. Like, so I think the blip itself, slash nap, is very interesting. And I feel like they've only skirted the edges. And I feel like we're not going to get an actual like in depth of it because of course we're not but that's the kind of stuff i find fascinating oh absolutely it's the little things that make the mcu yes. so rich whole yes 
Exactly. Hold. Fucking fight, um, man. So let's talk about uh, Yelena and Kate and the mac and cheese <gasps> oh, scene. So good. So if you remember in Black Widow, Yelena asks Melina <gasps> for mac and cheese for oh, dinner. Oh, no, she did. She did. Oh, no. So, yeah, that whole scene was pure. So good. Pure gold. Um, and, I, and I think that. I mean, obviously, Florence Pugh is the fucking goat right now. She's, she, like I said, she, she kind of stole the movie, she can, the movie, the show, didn't she? She can do anything, but also her and Haley's chemistry was Perfect. top tier. Yes. So again, it's very role reversal for Yelena. Yeah. And Natasha. It very much is. Yeah. So I really, I really, I hope we get to see more of that. I hope, I'm assuming this new Avengers team, Yelena's obviously a part of it. And so is Kate. Um, so I'm excited to see more of them together because honestly, that could be a series yes. in and of itself. From what I understand during this scene, you, Florence Pugh really put the sriracha and she ate that shit because she really liked it. And Haley didn't from what I understand. And it was, yeah. and so she was really happy. The, like the fork, uh, the line, you only have one fork. I live alone. That whole, they, the prop people literally only had one fork on set. Yep. And they just played off of that. That yep. scene was just perfect. Also, if you're not on TikTok, straight men, I feel like I need to tell you, Florence Pugh is not yours. No. She, she is part of the she's gays and they's. And we, we. She's ours. Yeah, she's ours. Sorry. You can enjoy, like, and nobody's saying you can't, but like, she's ours. Just to let you know. <laughs> So um, she also talks about seeing the new and improved Statue of Liberty, which we actually saw in No Way Home. We did. With the and shield. It's terrible. It fell apart. It just. It's the yeah. worst. It just doesn't hold up. No. It's all. Like. And I. That's the thing. You have to put yourself in the mindset of post-snap America that had idolized Steve Rogers and as far as they know, he disappeared killing Thanos. Because I'm pretty sure nobody told the, the real story of, like, he fucked off to 1945. Um, yeah. And so, of course, people want to honor him for a sacrifice and, like, all this. But, like, it's real cringy, too. What about the rest of the Avengers? I know. I'm what about Tony? What about who Tony? Who literally died. But it, it was nice to see and it's okay, cringy. but we do we do see the uh, the uh, uh, the Battle of New York Memorial. Yes. yes, that lists Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, Thor Odinson, Bruce Banner, Natasha Romanoff, and Clint yes. Barton. Ugh, babies. Clint goes there to talk to Natasha. I did like that that he like still wants to like talk to her because she's his best friend. She's been his best friend forever. Yeah. Um. And so like, uh, it was so nice. It was a nice callback, and I know. Well, Scarlet may you never know. She's back in Disney's good graces. She is she's like executive producer or something on a whole nother project. Though. Yeah. So like they're they're brosykins again. So you know it's kinda hush hush, like, so you we never don't know, know what that is. So. Um but it was it was a nice callback to their relationship. Yes. Uh when we talk about Maya Clint tipping her off to, you know, who wasn't there. Yeah. When, when your father was killed. Um, mm. I will tell you why. I just had a epiphany. The reason I assumed uh, Ronan didn't kill Kingpin is because King, Kingpin was already blipped. Good good point. Because good point. Kingpin would have been like number one on Ronan's list 
of organized crime people to kill. So, uh, so just moving on, we're still in episode five. Eleanor hired Yelena. Yeah. Eleanor hired, Eleanor paid somebody to, for Elena to go. Assuming, because it was Val. Val. It was Val who put Yelena on the job. I assume Val is like, the middleman their the manager handler yeah like and i'm gonna call them dark avengers for lack of a team name um be them the thunderbolts or or whatever i'm assuming she's kind of like their 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 handler mm-hmm. yeah you mm-hmm. go to her and say and then she picks of her people that she has on her roster yelena being only one of them who would be the best person to send on this yeah. And for Clinton Barton, it's going to be Elena. So it's the end of this episode that we do get Vincent D'Onofrio back mm. and everybody's screaming. Everybody lost their ever-loving shit as well they should have because he was one of the standouts of the... Ne- Honestly, everybody was a standout of the Netflix except for Iron Fist. That's where we we just couldn't. He was... And it I was bad, I, y'all. Don't don't expect us to go back and podcast those. <sighs> we were going to, but like it was real bad, y'all. It was a it lot was of real bad. It was real bad. Um, Jessica so, yeah. Jones, I will stand forever, but you know, we never did Jessica Jones too. Oh god! But still, that got that yeah. bog, that got bogged down real quick. Yeah. Um, who knows what happens with that? We've just there's so much. There's too much content. Was the we, problem? Because we got Moon Knight at the end of this month is coming yeah. out. Then we've got Stranger uh, Things Part One. Stranger Things. We'll, we'll talk about that when we do housekeeping. Yes. Um, but then we've got Multiverse of Madness, and then it's. I'm so and, fucking and, hyped for and, that. And there's so much Marvel content. So hyped for that. Um. So yeah. So Eleanor is working for Kingpin. Yeah. Uh he hired her to kill Armand, which like, mm, excuse me. Um, you're my partner. Um. There's costuming that's callbacks to the... Co- There's I, so many comic callbacks that I just I can't. feel like Fisk is the kind of guy that is the honestly the best partner you could ever hope for until you want to bounce. Yeah. Which is just what Eleanor saw happen, which was, I want to be out now. So and- I, I really feel like the whole reason Eleanor is involved with Kingpin in the first place is because her husband was. Yes. And she's just trying to keep... Clean the- up. The house and keep Kate safe. The estate. And, yeah. she's she's doing it for the right. She's doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Correct. So that's why, like Eleanor's villainous or whatever villainousness, um, is really has an asterisk by it because I'm with you. I it was very situational. I don't think it's something that Eleanor would have been like. You know, I would like to do a crime. Um. It was it was a reaction to the situation that her husband put her in, and she had a daughter, and New York yes. had fallen apart. And what else like, was she gonna do? Exactly, exactly. She was between a rock and a hard so place. So, like, I and... I feel like she's one of the most sympathetic villains of of the whole MCU that we've gotten. Loki, no, I'm standing. So, I want to talk about the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Yes, and when Clint is in the tree, yes, he comes face to face with the owl. Yes. So, in 2020, there was, in fact, an owl inside the Rockefeller Center tree. Oh, no! This is a true story. This is why it's in the movie. Oh, there no. was an owl in the tree who was, in fact, rescued. Oh, good. But he was... It's a nod. That's that, awesome. That's a real thing that happened, so that's so cute. He's um, just trying to live his best bird life. Fighting on the ice rink, the... 
So they filmed some of the bigger, wider scenes actually at Rockefeller, but then it was a built set. set. Yeah. And I thought it was really well done because, like, it looked really good. But, of course, Marvel is not shy of a budget when it comes to this kind of stuff. So there's a there's a scene uh, when they're on the ice rink and they shrink a couple of the tracksuit mafia members. Yes. with the uh, And then you hear... Kate's saying, like, well, what happens to them now? And Clint's like, I don't know. I'll have to ask Scott. So apparently Clint and Scott are still talking. Yeah. Because you, that's got, you're, you're right. That's got to be where the arrows It's got to be Scott. Because Scott's like, yeah. dude, this would be so cool if we put it on an yeah. arrow. But look, did, but did Louis pitch it? Did Louis pitch it? <sighs> that's all I want. That's I just, all oh, I want is a give scene. Give us, give us his. Give us Michael Pena. Um, doing a, another recap because, like, I live it's, for those. It's out there. Supposedly, that video exists where he recaps all of like phase just, three or I whatever. Don't know, like, but like it got taken down. Huh? There's rumors that it was there, and I'm just I like, need give it. it to me. I need it. I will pay money. Kevin Feige, I know you're listening. You know that he listens to our podcast. He personally listens to this. So. I will pay you money. All right. Uh, not that I'm not already with Disney Plus. So, all right. So, we just got to move on. So, there's that final fight scene that you wanted to talk about. Yes. It was so, like, because the thing is, as much as Clint is saying, listen, your sister made a choice. It's what happened. I didn't do it. He still feels a tremendous amount of guilt. Of course he does. Because he has survivor's guilt, if nothing else. He's the one left alive. He's the one that had a family. She made a choice, and so he just he just gives in and lets her just beat the fucking shit out of him, and it hurt. Like that was that was really emotional um, to watch her just. And he was just gonna let her take out her frustration and her pain at losing her sister after she had just kind but, of found her again. But not just that; it's he's taking the pain. He okay so. People who are in, yes, I know this from personal experience. People who are in such mental anguish need or seek out, I don't want to say need, seek yeah. out uh, physical pain. Yeah. Um, to kind of to cope. shout down yeah. the mental pain that you yeah. feel. And I kind of feel like that's kind of what he was doing. He was getting beat yeah. down. And there's also an amount of, yes, I deserve this. Yes. She, I, I should have been the one to do it. And you lost a sister, and and also so you're the one to punish me. And also, in a way. there's this: I'm I'm the mentor, I'm the older, responsible one. Yeah, take it out on me. And so, ooh, it hurt. It fucking hurt. It did. Um, so and they yeah. played it beautifully. Like Renner and Florence <clears throat> just did a really good job of that oh, yeah, scene. They, they did. Um, all right, so we get need to, to move on to our feedback because we've got yes, a lot of yes, it to yes, cover. Yes. But before we do that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, what housekeeping do we need to do? I don't even Moon Knight, I guess, is next. Moon Knight is, it's star- I don't know, even know how many episodes it is. So I, it starts at the end of this month. My so, brain cannot process that. Let um, me look. We'll be doing that. We will be recording for Stranger Things, and we have gone back and forth because previously we did episode by episode of Stranger yes. Things. We 
That's real hard, though. We, we, we're not, really not able to do that like we used to. We don't have the time. Plus, um, it's real hard not to binge it. Yeah. Real hard. So we will be, since it has two releases, we'll be doing one podcast for the first yeah. half, and then we'll do a second podcast for the second half. So yes. expect that to be coming. Um, unfortunately, that was one of our biggest podcasts via listeners and everything, which was great. And then the pandemic happened. Six episodes, there by are six the way, episodes. for Moon, Moon Knight. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so yeah, we will be podcasting for Stranger Things. So, um, you'll send look for your, that. Send your feedback accordingly. On our Stranger Things feed, which yes. is completely different from our MCU feed. Yes. Um, you can send us emails at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. We're on Twitter at randomtcasts. Uh, we're on Tumblr, but I mean, who uses Tumblr anymore? But we're still there. We're still there. <laughs> we cross post to there technically. Um, check out our website at randomtpodcast.com. We've got all our different feeds on there. If you want to go Everything's back, out there for you to it's enjoy. Still, everything's archived. Uh, yeah. Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Agent Carter is still out there. Oh, I miss that. Um, all the strange, previous Stranger Things, which I'm going to have to binge watch. And I catch know. Up. Same. It's been years. But there's the random movies that we've talked about. There's a few seasons of Sleepy Hollow. There's um, Gotham. Yeah. There's uh, Random Revelries, which kind of went the way of the Dodo Bird real quick. Yeah, that was that point where we were like, (laughs) what can we do more stuff of? And it was like, oh, that's a lot. It was supposed to be a catch-all, and it just kind of... Um, But I will say, like, uh, everybody was really great when we were doing Stranger Things one episode at a time. If you want to send one email per episode... Awesome. Do it. it. But if you also want to just do the first half of the season as it drops, do that as well because we're going to be binging that shit. Hell yeah. I'm not waiting. Sorry. Yeah. I'm excited to be able to binge it again because we weren't able to the last season and it (laughs) killed me. I know. We did not start out to become a Marvel-focused podcast, and yet this is just what we have become. There's so much content. So much content. Thanks, Kevin. And it's it's fine. He is. It's fine. So, um, so yeah, is that all the, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, um, move- and when is Dr. Strange? That's May, right? May 6th. But that'll be after Moon Knight. So we're yes. good. Yeah. So I think we'll do Moon Knight and then we'll do, um, that's going to be a big one. I have Multiverse a feeling. Of Madness. I have a feeling that's going to be a, that's going to be a, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a jumping point to a lot. Yes. I think we're going to, yes. there's rumors that Patrick Stewart, <gasps> he's completely denying it. He's but like, of what's, course, that what's means Dr. Strange? Can- <laughs> Who's Doctor Strange? He's like people name. have been imitating my voice for years, so He's in it. He's why do it? it's him? But there's also the possibility of uh, that they see a silhouette up on the dais that it's uh, Captain Carter. So we're just saying. Yeah, we uh, we we got a piece of her shield broken in one of the yes. yeah. So like, watch the one Doctor the Strange uh, trailer if you haven't. Because that was a lot. The one from the Super Bowl, yeah. Yes. Okay, so we're going to get to some feedback. We've got yes. a lot to cover. So this is from Megan. Okay. Um, says, hello, my name is Megan. I'm listening to your Marvel-related podcasts forever, but this is the first time I've written in. Yay! Okay, that's awesome. I love that. As a general rule, I love everything Marvel throws at me. So, unsurprisingly, Same. I loved Hawkeye. I don't think anything will ever beat my love for Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I get that. Hawkeye is really up there. I get that. So uh, it says I have a lot of general feeling, a lot of general thoughts. I'm similar to yours and others. Florence Pugh, Pugh is amazing. I'm glad they made Laura have a shield backstory. Rogers the musical is funny, etc. So I won't spend time 
in this email rediscussing them. Okay. But I have what I would imagine is kind of a unique perspective that led some interesting thoughts that I'll go into instead. Okay. Um, first of all, to set the scene, I am blind in one eye. Okay. Well, I know being hard of hearing and blind in one eye are extremely different things that impact you in extremely different ways. They're both disabilities that on a daily basis affect nearly every aspect of your life. Yep. And to which you constantly need to adapt aspects of everyday life in order to accomplish day-to-day tasks. However, from the outside looking in, you appear, quote, normal to anyone just looking at you. Having a disabled, quote, villain, anti-hero, antagonist, soon-to-be hero, whatever, in Maya who is played by an actual deaf slash amputee, is extremely cool. Yep. But what really struck me was how having a mainstream Marvel hero who has a serious impairment was really powerful to me as an adult. I can only imagine the impact that could have on a child. Well, that's a good point. That's a really good point. So I'm going to step away from the email for a second. If you have not seen Encanto... Oh, so good. The reason why Maribel still has glasses, even though her mother can heal her, is because there was a little girl who wrote in and said, How come we have somebody with glasses? Oh no. That is why Maribel has glasses. See that and, and it's like it's like the kids that went up to Rest in Peace Chadwick being super and 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 um uh oh god, Sam Wilson, what's his name? Oh my god. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Sorry. And going up to like. She's going to kill me. Anthony and Chadwick and being like dressed up as them. Yes. Saying, oh my God, I'm seen. I'm being seen. I'm being seen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like. Exactly. I'm super excited for what this means for kids. Yes. Um, I just want to throw in that out there about Encanto. Uh, So yes. Same thing. Um, Goes on to say, I know and love Daredevil as well, but something about the way that Marvel portrayed Clint's hearing loss in Hawkeye really spoke to me. Thing is, the way that Marvel chose to show it just as an everyday reality, while also showing many different aspects of its impact. Yeah, how Clint himself deal with it, and how other people receive it. Um, bullets, yay! Bullets. <laughs> I do love my bullets. Yeah, and I love that our listeners know that I love bullets. Yes, because I get so many bullets now. I know they're great. Um, anyway, they say uh, are all things that I personally deal with on a day to day basis that I was pleasantly surprised and surprisingly emotional about when I saw them organically. Yeah. And thoughtfully incorporate into Hawkeye. I know all of these are plot driven as well, but I think the list below touches on things that would not cross your mind as being a major factor slash consideration aspect of everyday life unless you needed to think about how they relate or impact you. And I'm so glad that Megan chose to write into us because yeah. I really wanted to focus on this a little bit, but we, you and I yeah. don't have the same kind of perspective, uh, perspective on this. Yeah. I have um, audio comprehension issues from time to time. I have um, processing, processing, and then sometimes when I talk, I have issues with some val- consonant, uh, clusters. consonant clusters. And, yeah. But it's not the same thing. No, and it's and it's nice because we can say, "Oh man, they did a great job with Maya." We can say that all day long. Exactly. But yeah. From us, again, it's our privilege well, speaking. Right, and we learned in when we were doing our Sleepy Hollow podcast, we got taken to task mm-hmm. for some things that we had said for women of color. By some women of color, yeah. We have learned that we do not speak for people yeah. that we do. We we're not them. And and the thing so. is that I find interesting is Megan's experience saying, "Oh my God, this was great. I really felt seen." And imagine the little kids that feel seen does not invalidate somebody 
like maybe a deaf person saying, uh, I didn't like the, how they handled X, Y, and Z. Yes. It doesn't, nobody's experience invalidates anybody else's. Exactly. And I, and I especially, you know, in, in the world when you, you know, a, a lot of specifically, um, non-disabled people may look at somebody and be like, they're not disabled. Like, I don't see it. Why are they parking with a hand? You, you don't know people's shit. You don't know. And so, like... You can't to, always see the prosthetic leg. To look at the actress that played Maya, if you just look at her, you don't know. No. And no. so, like, I think that's important to for, for more people, because the more people see it in media, the more people think about it in their actual life, even if they're not touched by it, and they become yes. more, I think, more empathetic to yes. stuff like that. So, yeah. So here are the bullet points. Uh, first one is, people forget you're struggling, working harder to keep up. By episode four, and we have examples. Yep. By episode four, Clint is straight up exhausted. Everything in the yeah. world is built with the intention of being utilized by someone with a little bit more range than you. Adjusting anything and everything in life for you to be able to use, observe, utilize, takes a little bit longer, a little bit harder, and takes slightly more out of you. Yeah. Uh, second, and all that adds up, man. Right. The second, you're expected to perform in the average world with minimal help. Yep. Clint is really working here with minimal help. He has a hearing aid. He's just expected to keep up. In the scene in the episode three where his hearing aid is broken, Kate is still talking to him, expecting him to understand her without changing anything she's doing to communicate with him. He just has to react based on what he thinks she's saying, ignoring her, or go with his own plan. She doesn't ever really change the way she tries to interact with him. She just expects him to work out a way to understand and keep up on his own. Yeah, because when when non-disabled people think they're being accommodating... It's like, well, I've acknowledged that you, you have a, a difference. But they're being accommodating on their own level, exactly. not on the level the disabled person exactly. needs them to be. So that's something we all need to be more aware of. And I, and they did show <laughs> that. You're right. Uh, so third bullet point is different people have different opinions on how you should feel about slash act about your disability. Mayo or Echo thinks Clint is relying too much on technology. Lyle was confused when Clint chose to turn his hearing aid off in order to not hear the musical. Yeah. Kate just wants to know what happened. Everyone has opinions about you and feels the need to share them with you or tell you how you should be living your life. Because Maya's perspective is that she was, you know, she's had this her whole life. Yes. She was, you know, she's went through school with this and Clint is newly, um, you know, acclimating to it. So, of course, their experiences are going to be different. Absolutely. It's going to be completely different. Well, it's just like when people, when people talk about, you know, dealing with anxiety. Well, just, just calm down. Yeah. Just don't be anxious. Shut the fuck up. Thanks for that. Appreciate yeah. you. Nobody's um, ever thought of that before. Well, it's like uh, I, I, I'm i an overthinker. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that I'm an overthinker, and I work with uh, different ways to combat that. And it's like, well, just stop over. Just stop. And it's like, oh, okay, no, thanks. I'm so glad you mentioned thanks. that. Are I'm you a professional? Stop, you know, yeah. doing that. Let me just turn my brain off. Um, so the fourth bullet point is people are confused when you do something that's a little outside of the normal. There's one scene in episode two where Clint moves to one side of Kate and she comments on it. He's basically like, uh, no, I'm just trying to hear you. So to bring out the context, it's tradition for the man to walk on the street side of the road oh. to protect women from the traffic. Oh. So if something happens, then it's it's you're protecting the, the woman. Okay. And that is... Tradition. That's one of those chivalry open the door for you kind of things, um, which still, believe it or not, still happens today. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, I'm perfectly, I, 
I accept that as someone as when I have somebody who actually I know cares about me and that yeah. they, they perform that action. I'm like, you care about me. It's so coming from a good place. It's coming from the right place. Yeah. I, I understand and accept that. But he says, I'm just trying to hear you. He's on this. He's putting her on this. Yeah. His good ear. Yeah. So, but she doesn't realize that. Yeah. Um, so when you're trying to say, she says, Megan goes on to say, when trying your best to set yourself up for success or to act normal, you do something a little out of the ordinary, people think you're weird for it. Yeah. Um, like I live with the closed captioning on on my TV because of my audio comprehension issues sometimes. Yeah. I live with Same. closed it captioning. It fucking helps, man. <laughs> right? I can't tell you the amount of times my mom's been like, I don't understand this person with their accent. And I'm like, turn on, on the closed, closed cap- caption. Going to the movies and there's no closed captioning. It's hard. I went to see Dune twice. Oh, Dune. I, oh, that could have used it. The volume of the, the, the music, the soundtrack versus the audio was so confusing. And my brain wanting to see things spelled out. I had to go back and rewatch it on HBO Max to know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Anyway. So last... Oh, baby's upset in his... Yeah, him sad. His crate. So, uh, last bullet point is, when someone addresses what you're struggling with in a meaningful way, there's a deep sense of gratitude and feeling of being seen, while somehow sort of a sense of embarrassment. Yeah. In episode three, when Kate helps Clint talk to his son on the phone, it's really vulnerable. Uh, Yeah. You see it on his face after the call, and you want someone who people can turn to for help, not the person who needs help, and for the most part, you can be... But there are some things that you just cannot do without help. And it's sometimes embarrassing, even though it shouldn't be. Yeah. At the same time, you're really grateful for the other person. A, recognizing you're at a point you can't handle alone. And B, addressing it in a thoughtful way without making it seem like, oh, poor you. Let me burden myself to help you. And let me elevate myself because I helped. It's not about you. It's not about Kate in that scene. Right. No, it's not. Occasionally needing to let other people in some of your most vulnerable, low, and private moments of needing help can cause this really weird mix of frustration, embarrassment, appreciation, gratitude, relief that are hard to express. Um, Megan closes with, I don't know, as I'm writing these down, maybe they're less noteworthy than I thought. No. Every no, single one of these points yeah. is completely noteworthy. Very valid. Especially to us who are able. Yeah, we don't we don't have that perspective, so I'm really glad for your perspective. Absolutely. And when I, once the immediately when I got this email, I wrote back, because I, normally I don't reply to emails. Yeah. I was so grateful. Yeah. Um, and I'm still very, very grateful um, yeah. that we got all of this because there is no way I could have deep dived this as much. And There's no substitute for somebody that's experienced exactly. this kind of stuff. And I want all of our listeners to hear this and understand yeah. it. And I could not have explained it. This is why representation is important. Exactly. And we're here to be your voice. Yes. Um, but she goes on to say, uh, understood while watching, which, uh, okay. I don't know as I'm writing this down, let's know through the thought, but I just had a really strong sense of feeling seen and understood while watching Hawkeye, which as a female visually impaired Marvel slash MCU fan, never really felt before. I thought it was pretty cool. That's wonderful. That's amazing. She says, I love the podcast. Thanks for all the Marvel content. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for writing in. For yeah, this. that's awesome. All right, so next up is Jimmy. Okay. Who was the originator of the bullets, I'd yes. like to say. Yes. Uh, says, hey, guys, I think that Hawkeye was really good. I think objectively is my favorite show. Okay. Subjectively, WandaVision still holds the title because I just love magic. 
Okay, I get that. Bullets. Uh, bullet number one. Yelena totally stole the show. But 100%. That's, that's okay with me. Yeah. I'm so excited to see her in the next Black Widow. Whatever they do with her next. I was looking into some Black Widow comic arcs, and there seems like there's a lot of fun things they can do with her. Cool, cool. Next up, Keisha Bishop is totally awesome. Yes. I'd like to see more young representation in the movie since she and I are only two years apart. I'm already excited to see what's next for her. Nice. Laura is Mockingbird, question mark. Step aside, Bobby, unless it's a title like Black Widow or Captain America. We've already discussed that. It, it could is. very well be. Uh, I want, What's well, like a code name. Yeah. I wonder if season two could reveal more of Laura's past and maybe even introduce us to a more than canon agents, a more than canon Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Bobby Morse, maybe even played by Adrian Padalecki, question mark. Because clearly Laura has long since retired at the point of Age of Ultron. How old is her, the oldest child? Yeah, so like, it's very conceivable that Bobby was mocking Jay, or mocking Jay, Jesus. There was, we did see Katniss Everdeen. We did see Katniss. So. Mockingbird after Laura had already. So, yeah, it's it's very conceivable. Um, it says, I had to stick one pipe dream in, but with the introduction of Marflix. Uh, yeah. AOS seems fair game. Yeah. Uh, Kingpin all being brought over is so cool. I really like that they're reusing actors, but soft resetting the characters. It seems like Marflex could be part of the multiverse. Yep. Also, I don't think he's dead. I assume you guys read stuff about Echo shooting him in the face in the comics and blinding him. I bet Echo series is going to deal with the aftermath of that event. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's dead. I don't think. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Speaking of Echo, another totally awesome character. I love that every single character had a moment to shine in the show. Everyone from the LARPers to Eleanor to Kazi to the tracksuits. Yeah. I'm so excited to see where Echo goes since I have basically no knowledge of her in the comics besides shooting Kingpin. On a side note, the tracksuits were perfect. Bro. They were amazing bros, bro. and I'm proud of them all. Trust a bro. Trust a bro. The, tra- the trick arrows were a fun gimmick. They were. Reminded me of watching the animated Justed League Unlimited show with my parents and Green Arrows, different arrows. Obviously a different franchise, but the nostalgia was still there. Yeah, still arrows. My prediction that Eleanor Bishop will become Madame Mask at some point. Oh, shit. Hopefully in season two when we get a team up between the new Hawkeye Mockingbird and Yelena's Black Widow. At least I can dream. Girl. Finally, what are you most excited about in 2022? Mine is probably uh, Mom, which I'm assuming is Multiverse Multiverse of Madness. Madness, The Marvels or the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I'm I'm I have very low expectations for the holiday special. Um as you should. I'm expecting a life life day level <laughs> bullshit from the Star Wars days. You I know what know. I'm talking about. I know. Um if you don't know, look up Star Wars Christmas special or so holiday pain- special. So painful. Um but no, it's multiverse madness. Multiverse because, of madness. Holy shit! Like, there's so much. Like, we're getting a like the all the what if payoff. There's so much they can do. What? Yeah. Are they going to? Yeah. Do? Um. So we'll see. Also, Academy, because you're listening, right? Please give Benedict his Oscar so he can stop doing these sad, sad movies, and he can do what was something. The last time he was a cowboy or something. Yeah. Like, and and it's it's got homo. 
homosexual undertones and he's repressed and he if, beats a horse and like just no let, let give him the oscar so he can do fun stuff if they'd have just given it to him instead of eddie redmayne way back in the day yep. we'd be done with this yep. so whatever let anyway. him do a goddamn comedy like a full-scale comedy right okay jimmy says anyway see you for the next podcast yes all right, so this is from Elizabeth. I was honestly not prepared for Moon Knight to be next. I thought Multiverse of Madness no, was. I have not. not been keeping up with my dates. I just realized it like in the last couple I of days. I just kept thinking, yeah. it's later this year. Yeah, me too. So uh, so this is from Elizabeth. We just just a bunch of bullet points. It's okay. Short and sweet. Cool. I love Hawkeye as the heroic dad. Yes. Kate got on my last nerve, but I felt sorry for her when her mom tried to blame Kate for mom's decision to stick with, stick with Kingpin. Yeah, there was a little bit of like bullshittery with the I emotions. Did it for you. Oh. Yeah, which like did I get you, that, but also uh, Elizabeth says Yelena had even more character development in this than the Black Widow movie. I absolutely agree. But the Black Widow movie was about Natasha. Yes, correct. But that was great. What was the significance of the creature of the Dark Galaxy movie poster in Episode Two? I actually saw that. All I can think of is DC, or not DC's, um, Universal's Dark Universe that never got off the ground. With Remember they were going to try to do all the uh, yeah, no, movie villains? All the mummy and the, you know, um, Vla- uh, Dracula Untold? Dracula, you know, the one with Luke Evans. Right. That's all I can think of. But we know it's not a nod to that. Hold on. Creatures. Creature of the Dark Galaxy. If I need to come over and look at it. There's actually a... Like it's a thing? Yeah, I think it's actually a thing. Hold on. Researching. This stars an actress from Moria... Is actress Moria Brandon. That's what it is. Moria Brandon? Who's that? Um... Yes, I am absolutely googling it right doing this, this as we speak. Yeah, on the fly. That's the service. That's the kind of service that Random Tea gives you. On the fly bullshit because Queenie doesn't like to edit. Moria Brandon was an actress and owner of the mansion that became the Avengers compound for the West Coast Avengers. <gasps> West Coast Avengers. So there's your connection. Ooh, I'd be fine with. West so she Coast was. An, oh, she was an eight. She was a movie star. Sold her Avengers, the, her mansion for the West Coast, and so okay. it was. Um, so that's what that is. Okay, so there's interesting. Your, so there's your nice. poster. Yeah, nice, nice, nice catch. And again, like anything else in the MCU, they don't have to pull that. No, through, but I had, but and they I had could. to, and I had to dig for that. Yeah, for, that was that was several Googles. They love just putting one. they love putting that stuff in, and I love looking for that stuff. You know, yeah. I do. Um, so, so thank you for pointing that out. Right? Yeah, that's a, that was a good one. Um, says I hope we find out more about Mrs. Barton and why she and Clint both know German. Yeah. It had to be a mission. Had to be had a mission. To had, had to be. Had to be. Yeah. I'm making TikTok faces. Had to be. <laughs> uh, was there a significance of the owl being in the tree with a, quote, hawk? Uh, yes. We already covered. It was cute and dumb. It was absolutely. That That's was why. Look that up. The owl in the tree. It was, oh, it was a real thing. Buddy. So this is from Anna. Okay. This is, hi, Johnny and Queenie. Hi. <laughs> hi. Uh, they say, I got into the MCU over the pandemic. Your podcast extremely helpful in understanding the greater Marvel canon and how the comics relate to the film. Oh, good. As someone who is disabled, the representation oh, nice. was much needed. Nice. 
so glad to hear this. Um, watching Echo fight in her prosthetics made me feel like I could do anything. I read a lot of high fantasy, so I really enjoyed watching the bows being used to do other things than just yes. fire arrows. For I think bows are underrated and pop culture often forgets how useful they are. Yeah. Yeah, because they use them a lot for hand-to-hand to, like, kind of brace their fist. Yes. So that was really cool. <clears throat> Thanks, uh, Heidi. You guys probably... Heidi, I still can't believe Heidi Moneymaker is the stunt coordinator. It makes perfect uh, sense, though, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's just... Yes. She literally developed the Black Widow fighting style. Yeah. So, come on. Um, so, Anna says... I don't know if it's Anna or Anna, but... You can let us know. You'll let us know. You guys probably noticed the continuity of the scrapes and bruises Kate and Clint gathered over the episodes. We're just kind of glossing over that, but yeah. Magically diapering wounds always bother me, so it was a relief when the scrapes didn't just disappear. The bruises also changed colors as if they were actually healing, which I don't think was necessary, but was cool to watch for. Because that's the thing. Again, you know, you could hand wave away a lot of injuries with somebody like Steve or somebody like Thor... Whereas you can't with Clint. You can't with Kate. And so the fact that they there was continuity with them, it's like, yeah. Well, and also understanding that they filmed some of the, like, the, the Rockefeller Center. They fought, filmed some of that actually in New York. Some of that was filmed in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, you got to be real careful with that. But they did a really nice job with the continuity of it. I don't remember going, oh, that was... Uh. Yeah, nothing was glaring yeah. to me, but I kind of don't really watch for that as much as i used yeah. to because it just it is what it, it is. takes away from i get it yeah it's just like why the women i mean i'm glad that yelena had her hair in a braid when she was fighting that was nice because i'm tired of the hair flopping yeah. in the face there is go back and rewatch um the harley quinn movie yeah you need a hair tie yeah right yeah um anyway anna says i know you guys aren't fans of the barton family but what do you think is going on with laura barton and that watch <laughs> It's it's not that we They're don't like LMDs. them. They're all LMDs. They're all LMDs. They're all LMDs. It's not that we don't like them. It's just it. I didn't like the way in which Joss introduced them and foisted them upon us, especially yeah. when he himself and he admitted in in previous interviews he was laying the groundwork for Clintasha. But then Bruce was his self-insert, and he wanted him with Natasha, and so he was just... Yeah. She, they're just a byproduct of us not being happy with Age of Ultron and how Joss handled it. Um, right. I don't... I, like, I love Linda Carnelli. I love that actress. I'm, I kind of like Linda Barton. The fact yeah. that she is so loving and understanding of the Clint Natasha relationship she without was, being threatened by it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. you're oh, going to do the catch and release. Oh, you're going to, it's in one of Natasha's old moves. Yeah. So I like, I really get the feeling that Natasha and Laura were really close. Friends. Yeah. So like, I do, I do if, like that. Like if they she's not a jealous harpy wife. If they weren't Polly. Yeah. If you I mean, we don't know. We don't know. I'd be fine, too. I'd be down. Like, this is Natasha's yeah. adopt. She couldn't have a family, literally. Yeah. And so she's adopted them, these kids. Yeah. Um, as her children. And and they're mourning Natasha's loss, too. Exactly. Not just Clint. Now, so I do appreciate that they've given us more background on Laura. The yes. fact that, yes, she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yes, this is probably how Laura and Clint met. Awesome. 
The watch still bugs me. It seems like, as Michael would say, a MacGuffin. Because it was one of those things where it's like, okay, cool. Walk me through how the watch could have... Why was it so important? Why? How could that watch have connected them specifically to Laura Barton in Iowa? Walk me through that. How does that connect? I mean... Because it was just the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo and Mocking, uh, Mockingbird. And that was it. And yeah. Agent whatever her number was. Thir- uh, no, not 13. 21? 31? 31. And it's remember. like, cool. Did that have her DNA on it somewhere? Right? Like that what that, in that watch is there a yeah. code in the Yeah, does it have her address the in the band that we didn't see? So I understand why it was important for Laura to have it, nostalgia. It's yeah. her watch. It's her yeah. watch. Yeah. But why did the tracksuit gum mafia want it so bad? And why was it I don't such understand. a big deal that they know? Hopefully have it. that's our cliffhanger into season two. Yes. But it was just a MacGuffin through this entire... Yeah, story. that was my really only problem with it. I My big problem with Clint's family is, uh, up until now, it hasn't really been fleshed out. They haven't really been given a ton of purpose. They've tried a little bit more mm-hmm. with this, but his pur- the purpose has been man pain. Yeah, um, the whole gotta get, but the whole gotta get home to Christmas for the so, family. So seeing, seeing it in this, it did do a step toward me you know, liking them a little bit more, but it, it's not that I hate the family necessarily. I just, I don't like Joss's choices in Ultron, well, mostly. there's still that, that negative feeling. So anyway, yeah. there's a, there's a PS here that says Marvel missed out on a golden opportunity. Rogers, the musical. I would buy a ticket to that in a heartbeat. I would not put it past them. They, Disney has made musical. If Joss things. wanted it, Joss would get it. You mean Feige. Oh, did I say Joss? You said Joss. Yeah. Mm, Joss can't care shit. No, Kevin. I retract this. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. All right. So this is from Sarah. Okay. We know Sarah. We do. We love we Sarah. We miss you. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in so long. I know. And we're not going to con this year. Because so. of the because of the Panini Press and whatnot. Well, we also have other stuff going on. So yeah. we're not going to make it. So Sarah says, hello, Queenie and Janya. Hey. Now I've taken the time to write you super late Speederman email that may be too late. <laughs> I will now take time to write Hawkeye letter because I'll write in on time for Hawkeye. God damn it. Yeah, you were two months early. I heard that in your voice. Didn't you, though? Didn't you, though? Yeah. So Sarah loved Hawkeye. Awesome. A lot of things I was excited for. Gave me lots of reasons for OT3 feels. I get that. I totally get that. That would be original true pairing three. Yeah. Uh, Also known as a poly. My brain is for not ping pong leverage. Yeah, okay. You've been watching. Yeah. So so on leverage. I, I don't. I can't blame her. No, I can't either. I've watched it many times. Elliot Spencer. Oh, Elliot fucking Spencer. Those Elliot Spencer and, Hart- and Parker and, and Parker. Yeah. Uh, Damn it, Hardison. Yep. Those three. Oh, my Love babies. Them. Anyway, sorry. I digress. Uh, it's going to be all over the place. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> You're it's not. long. It's so long. A lot of feelings. Cut it as you need to. I'll see. I'll try. A bulleted list. That's Yay. Uh, we finally get Kate Bishop. I really like her, and they developed her. Some of my fandom friends who were longtime Clint fans were annoyed that she got a lot of Clint things, such as Lucky. The only thing I found weird was them giving Kate the Fraction Hawkeye apartment. Fraction. This man's uh, yeah, fraction. Ma- yeah. She's the breath of fresh air, and I can't wait to see more of her, especially if they pair her with Yelena. They had already gone so far down Renner Clint Road that there's only so much they could throw in that would completely just demolish his current he, run but you shouldn't know he have an apartment in new york though no, shouldn't he have an apartment there he should but he's got that it would have been a stark tower that farm it? it would yes okay. he's in the vents 
Stark Tower, the fanfic 2012 was just top tier. I know. Okay, so Yelena, I'm a little annoyed at myself. I told myself I wouldn't ship Kate and Yelena. <laughs> and yet here we are. But Haley and Florence have such a great dynamic. It was they all do. over when the banter started. I would ship them as soulmates or twin flames, not necessarily romantic. I read Yelena as Arrow. A lot of people do. Yeah, or a Ace, lot of Ace people slash Arrow. A lot of people do. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel any romance, but strong bond, absolutely. 100%. Uh, their fight scene was amazing, though it seemed a little weird to me that Kate would be able to hold her own against a highly trained Black Widow. I know there's some discussions about shipping Kate and Yelena because Yelena's alluded to as being Arrow Ace yeah. in the comics, but as an Arrow person myself, I think Yelena could be in relationship, romantic, queer, platonic with Kate. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You don't... You just because you're Arrow or Ace doesn't mean like oh well you can't be in a relationship. It's like absolutely no. Arrow people are in relationships. Yep, they're valid. And Ace people do still have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, every, or they don't, every, and they're still in a relationship. There's so many different flavors of these things. Everything is a scale. Yep, there are people who are bisexual and yet they're just like bisexual for one person. Yeah, Paul Rudd. <coughs> Everything's on a spectrum. Everything's a spectrum. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so more on Yelena since that bullet point ended up being all about shipping. Oops. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. The way they were able to portray her relationship and love for Natasha with as little time was devoted to it was abs- absolutely gutted me. Yeah. We had all of Black Widow though. So Yeah. Um, I was pretty sure that from the get-go, the big emotional climax of the show would be Yelena and Clint's grief over Natasha and Florence and Jeremy knocked it out of the park. They did. I'm a little annoyed that they kept cutting away from their scene together to Kate and Kingpin's fight. Both scenes had completely different emotional beats, and it was a really weird contrast. That is true. That is very true. Um, She says, I wish Elena had gone home for Christmas with the family because I would have loved that. Maybe next year. That would have been, especially with them having to stage the Christmas photos and Black Widow, and oh, that would have been. Oh, that hurts now. I know. I thought of it, so you had to know it. I, I have a question. This is outside of the email. Where's, 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 um, what did she name her dog? Yelena's dog. Oh, fuck. What did she name her dog? It was one of Natasha's code names. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, so Sarah goes on to say, on Kingpin, I only watched one season of Daredevil, so I don't have the attachment, but I wish he hadn't been kept to be a final reveal. I think the last episode would have been much more devastating if we'd seen more of his and Maya's relationship. Plus, it could have been a really interesting parallel in Maya deciding to kill Kingpin versus Yelena deciding not to kill Clint. I st- yeah, I'm, I'm with you, though. I think I think a lot of the, the Echo Kingpin shit is going to get resolved or at least addressed more in depth in her series. I think they were really betting on the Kingpin reveal because it was still D'Onofrio yeah. in and of itself. Well, and you have to think of it as this was getting paired with the Charlie Cox reveal in No Way Home. Right. Oh, still... So, like, a lot of this stuff is, I I suspect, is they're given things from on high, meaning Feige, mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily understand how it fits in, but it's like, no, exactly, you've got to do X, Y, and Z because of reasons. Feige has the world map. Yes. But he's the only one with the world map. Yes. All right. Goes on to say, Mayo was perfect. Maya was perfect. Maya, her yeah. show will yeah, you're be. You're calling her Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's I'm trying like... to get through this. I've had half a bottle of wine. Leave me alone. Uh, Her show will be really good. I hope some of the creative team behind Hawkeye also works on her show. 
as they did such interesting things with her portrayal and her deafness that I would like to see carried over to her show. Yeah. And just, God, I'm the biggest Natasha girl in the world, as y'all know. Yep. Yes, we do we know. We do know this. And I feel like this show gave us the space to grieve with Clint over her death and the departure of the MCU. Yeah. I love the references. The She was your best friend from Lila. Laura knowing Nat's old moves. Clint talking to her before putting the Ronin, putting on the I Ronin seat. Him crediting her with Ronin's death slash bringing him back from the brink. Ugh. Yes, just right amount of Nat content to keep me in my feels. Yeah. Uh, going to continue dying on my hill that the Barton kid, the focus should be on is Nathaniel because he's named after Natasha. Yeah. I understand that Ava Russo needs to establish her acting career. There was a good <laughs> yeah. amount of Nate, though. His sign language to Clint and the cell phone call were both adorable. I also love they continue to bring back Ben Sakamoto as Cooper Barton, even though he's clearly not really the best actor. <laughs> he tried, though. He tried. And finally, I must yell about Laura. She's here. We got so much Laura content. I wish 2015 Sarah, who decided to ship Clint and Aunt Laura, uh, immediately post <laughs> AOU, Agents of Ultron. I mean, um, Age of Ultron. Amazing. Could know just how much Laura content we got. My super heart is so happy. They pointed to Laura also being friends with Natasha with the Nat. That's one of Nat's old moves line. As a reminder, in Agents, Age of Ultron, Laura says, Natasha, honey, I missed you. And then Natasha said, I missed you too. Hmm. Even if you're not a shipper like me, we have to recognize the two of them loved each other. Yes. I was convinced that Clint and Laura were going to be divorced until the trailers with Laura came out because I knew Laura, I'm sorry, Linda Cardinelli. Linda Cardellini? Show Dead to Me was yeah. starting filming around the same time that Hawkeye was filming. There'd be set photos of the kids, the suitcases. Oh no, Clint's going to be oh. alone and sad for Christmas. But filming around, but uh, instead it was the exact opposite. I'm so happy this means that I won the Clintasha discourse because people who hate Laura because she broke up Clintasha are all upset. And I, someone who decided long ago that Clinton has two hands, so therefore has two wives, <laughs> get to be very happy. <laughs> Also, friendly reminder that Palomorny is the solution to all love triangles. Oh, that's amazing. It's not, though? You're, I mean, in some instances it is. Okay, but not all. Not all. Not all. But it could be. But it, you try hard enough. <sighs> anyway. Also, it's not polyamory if all share. parties aren't aware of that. I don't share. So, anyway, that's just me, though. Yeah. My only quote problem with Laura, and it's not even really that big of a problem, was the agent 19. There it is. 19. 19. There you go. Thank you. It's a long held hand cannon of mine that Laura was a former a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent from the show for a pilot that never even got picked up. I'll be over the moon. Obviously, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. never even used the Agent 19 moniker, and Hawkeye never used moniker. Mockingbird as yeah. a call sign. It would be extremely possible that Laura trained Bobby yeah. and passed on the title. I'm just, you know, bitter with a bitter expression over the whole Bobby and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. Yeah. Because uh, there was supposed to be a spinoff, by the way. Yep. Otherwise, please, Hawkeye Show, give me more things to use in my long-running OT3 fan fans. <laughs> God. Amazing. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry I have so many feelings. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm just being polite. Thank you for reading my nonsense. I hope you find <laughs> at least some of it funny. I don't know how much... I'll be writing in after this now that Marvel has released its hold in my brain and leverage has taken its place. And please know that from now on, at least 90% of the incentive to watch Marvel content for me will be so that I can write into you guys and yell about it a little. Aww. That is so sweet. We miss you, Sarah. We do. We really do. Uh, all right. So this is from someone named Katie. Okay. 
Um, oh, it's Katie. Uh, hey, all. I hope this is early enough for the podcast. <laughs> Listen, again, two months early. We, I, all right, and I will blame a lot of this on my dumb brain. Um, I kind of forgot that, number one, it existed, and number two, that I we did. hadn't already podcasted. I did, too. Uh, Katie says, I'm so excited to talk Hawkeye because Clint has been my favorite Avenger since the Avengers. Uh, nice. She has a bow and arrow kink. Okay, we don't need to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But for real, it's such a dope skill that gets overlooked so often. Why him and Nat are so easily top tier for me. They literally have to rely on their skills. They don't have powers or suits to fall back on. It's why this show has been my favorite of the MCU shows. While I love WandaVision and I liked Loki and thought Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's abbreviated. Yeah. Had really tremendous Sam development. This show got me closer to my personal favorite Marvel property, Netflix's Daredevil. And not just because of Kingpin, which amazing, but also the street level slash human aspect yeah. of the MCU find more captivating. Yeah. There's something truly special about this show from Jeremy and Haley's chemistry to the weirdness of the comedy taken straight from the fraction Aja Hawkeye comics, which is phenomenal. To the really emotional heart of the show with a Natasha memorialization and yeah. Clint's physical and emotional trauma and grief. Yep. I also loved Maya. And I'm forking thrilled. <laughs> We're going to take a moment because thank you for that. Oh, man. I need to rewatch The Good Place I again. Am, I have been rewatching it. Oh, it's, oh, so, it's good. so good. So good. Uh, thrilled to see a native deaf amputee lead a show. Yeah. I don't think the importance of that really hit me until the end. I just thought she was really rad and did such an incredible job of being so badass with such rage simmering under the surface. All yeah. like feeling more complex than just the stereotype of a cold-hearted female character. Yes. For her first acting job, she blew me away. I have a hard time believing this was her first acting job. I know. She, it was. she did so well. Uh, Katie goes on to say, I will say I do think these Disney Plus shows need to up their episode count. Nine was too many for WandaVision and six was too short for Loki uh falcon and winter soldier and hawkeye i get that they rush to the finales and sometimes it feels too fast that said this is the most consistent of shows that had the most satisfying finale while leaving threads for echo series and our hawkeye in the future yeah while oh baby he's making sad noises we're, we're getting close while I do like Kate and thought her chemistry with both Clint and Yelena was perfection, I will say I do still need her to see her training with Clint and possibly Yelena down the road. Yeah, because she's not fully formed as I am and now a superhero. Like, she's exactly. on the road, but, like, she still has an, she needs a lot brain to learn. training, too, not yeah. just physical. Yeah. Uh, Katie say, or says that she never quite took Clint seriously enough for my liking. Every time he's warned her about something, she would do the opposite. While funny, she yeah. does need to take her job seriously. She doesn't need to be serious, but she needs to think before she acts. Yeah. She has a lot to learn. It would be fun to see her learn from both Clint and Kate and maybe even Laura. Hello, Agent 19. Which her mom wasn't wrong in that regard. That she's reckless and, you know, so like, yeah. Kate does have a lot of that going on. Right. Uh, she says, I know people were freaking out that she's Bobby, but I really don't think that's it. They've clearly set it up that monikers can be passed down, so she may just be Agent 19 or went yep. by Mockingbird while still being Laura. Yep. Until they claim otherwise, my agents of hard shield, sh agents of hard, agents of shield heart. There you go. Thank you. Isn't done beating. I mean, yeah. listen, we were there to the bitter, bitter end. Yep. Yep. I wanted that spinoff so badly. I did too. Not that was just for be... not just for Adrian Pedalecki, but for what's his name, Hunter. Hunter. Oh. oh. And Delroy Lindo was going to be in it. I know. Oh. 
they just think Lucy Lawless could have been in it. I know. That fucking Pearl Meter fucked it all I know. up. I know. I know. Anyway. So bitter. Moving on. Uh, now I'm biased because Clint is my favorite, but I'm not ready to lose him yet. I really thought his story here was incredibly well done. From the hearing loss to his guilt and trauma to actually seeing him open up and accept Kate. I loved it. I thought Jeremy was incredible. I know people hate he's a grumpy Clint as opposed to the idiot Clint of the comics. But I've never seen him that way. I don't think he's been grumpy up until the show. Sure, he's more serious, but he's also a sassy fella. Yeah. Do people forget how sarcastic and cocky he's been this whole time? Yeah, he's been his a little whole shit. Re- his whole relationship with Pietro, his, I played 18, I shot 18. Uh, his telling Wanda <laughs> if she wants to mope, she can go to high school. Where have these people been? Also, Clint recruited Nat and Wanda, has helped train Kate, shares everything with his wife, and constantly hypes up his daughter. Yeah. He is the best. The weird slow motion exclamation of goodness while he was LARPing is one of my favorite MCU movement moments ever. God. It was such a funny and weird choice. Yeah. I know a lot of people were let down that his past as Ronan wasn't taken more seriously, that he should be atoning more, which I understand. However, I do disagree. It seems hypocritical to me to call for Clint's atonement when we cheer on characters like Punisher. It also And feels- Daredevil. And yeah. It also feels weird because we were so excited to see him as Ronan. We also got to see Clint's guilt about that. It eats at him every day, and he's atoning by be- by being better. It's exactly how I feel about Natasha and Yelena. They were yeah. all manipulated one way or another, although Yelena's now just killing for money, so girl, pot, kettle. Yeah. But we still love these characters. Knowing how Clint feels and seeing that guilt push him to want to dive off that cliff on Vormir is atoning enough for me. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. I I heavily agree. But I'm glad that they're addressing all of that yes. in a way. And I think I think Yelena, the whole reason she's still an assassin is what the fuck else what is she does gonna, she know what else how is to she do? gonna do? She has no life skills. None. I mean, we're lucky she knows how to make box she can make mac, mac and cheese. She can now. make mac and cheese with sriracha, which with, I yeah. that does not sound. I gross. love sriracha and I like mac and cheese. Well, I like fake mac and cheese. Yeah. But no. All right. So Kingpin is back. Yeet. I definitely didn't lose my shit. Sounds like you did. <laughs> I was so uncollected. Did I ever mention I'm a liar? Just, I was fine. It's totally fine. Bro. Bro. I died. <laughs> I knew it had to be him. Then Kevin Feige confirmed Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Huh? So I knew for sure it wasn't just Kingpin, but Nanofrio's Kingpin. Yeah. They're the two actors I would have actually been really upset with recasting. So seeing him made me emotional. I know the second that finale ended, though, that people would complain. It's very clear to me that they aren't exactly the Netflix versions. So I understand being disappointed, but this Kingpin actually seems more comic accurate. Well, but also we've got to understand that even if these are the exact same versions in the Netflix, which is questionable at this point, they've still gone through, what, like eight or nine years Mm -hmm. in universe through the blip? Yes, and yeah, so they're, they're in different. Like, they're in like 2025. Yeah, they're different people at this point, just by by dint of the fact that they existed, you know, through all that bullshit. So yeah, they're going to be different. Uh, let's see. This kingpin seems more comics accurate, including that incredible ensemble he was wearing, which was actually D'Onofrio's idea. He's had that as his computer wallpaper for years. Oh my god! Of course he has. Like D'Onofrio got really into kingpin, didn't he? Though. Uh, he's more indestructible here, which is shown for a reason that when we find him alive in the Echo series, we won't be too shocked. So yeah. everyone really thinks yeah, he they brought dead. him back just to kill him. Y'all new to this genre? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he ain't. That's, I didn't for one second think, oh my God, Kingpin's dead. No, he's no. not. 
No. It's also straight up pulled from a comic, so stop complaining. Uh, <laughs> I, listen, you're not going to hear arguments from me. Uh, love the LARPers, Lucky the Pizza Dog, and the Tracksuit Mafia is delightful, but I saved the best for last. Jack. Oh, that trash fire of a man. The greatest MCU character of all time. <laughs> Just pure himbo, dumbass Katie. energy. Katie. Of course, that's an exaggeration with absolute treat of a human being that sword loving weirdo is. I'm obsessed with him. I love how we all thought he was the villain. Then we all kind of went, well, maybe he's not the big villain, but he clearly knows something thinking he's just a red herring. And now we all adore his ding, this ding ding who just really read a book about being a stepdad and straight up blasted a 10 year old for peeing his pants in the Hamptons. Yeah. I want a swordsman spinoff where we just spend time with Jack doing weird Jack things. Oh my God. He would do the weirdest (laughs) rich people sword shit. I love Tony Dalton here, and I love that the writers knew we'd suspect him and did the absolute best thing by making him a sweet himbo. Yeah. I mean, he gives Thor a run for his money. I'm just He does. However, you say to never apologize for long emails, but I wrote a book, so stop apologizing. You're perfect. I just felt a weird sense of justice with the show because people always shit on Hawkeye, and now people seem to really like him. It's petty enough to say, I told you so, bitches. (laughs) Bows and arrows are forking cool and always will be. They are, though, man. Uh, she closes with, thank you, ladies, for all you do and stay safe. Thank Lots you. Lots of lemons. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's really sweet. <laughs> I understand that reference. Me too. Lemons. Uh, okay, uh, two more to go. Okay. So this is Haley, and thank you for giving a pronunciation to your name. Cool. Haley. Um. Dear Janya and Queenie, first time I've had the cord courage to send in feedback. Oh, you don't need courage. We're dumbasses. We are such dumb. Y'all don't. Y'all do not understand how dumbass we are. Um, but I've finished to a lot. I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. Finished. Listened. God. To a lot of your podcasts and really enjoyed them. I found your. I'm agent, glad. I found your agent Par- Carter. All right. Agent stop. Carter. <sighs> Try again. Agent Carter Pod a few years ago and branched into your MCU from there. I wanted to thank you both for the amazing job you both do. Oh, thank you. The insert insight, research, time, and huge amount of hard work you put into it really shows has helped me since the pandemic started. Oh, yay. That's sweet. I have had many anxiety problems my whole life, same, and have figured out several ways to cope. However, the pandemic combined with working in retail pushed me really close to, oh, honey. Oh, baby. I'm so sorry on behalf of, you know, humanity. I also have worked in retail through the pandemic and not full time. People are but fucking terrible. It's the worst. And being able to listen to your podcast at work on the bus home, just let me, I'm so happy. Good. That we could help in that way. Um, they say the chance to get out of my head and refine my balance has been a godsend and I wanted to thank you for all you do. I know that you put a huge amount of hard work into all your podcasts and want to let you know they really make a difference. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Now on to my Hawkeye feedback, because I know Janya likes bullets. Yay! I freaking love bullets. You train them. My lists have lists. They do, though. Um, the good. Okay. All right, we have sections. That, oh, okay. Sections within the list. Ooh. Ooh. The good, in no particular order. Okay. Rogers the Musical. Yeah, it could be a good. I grew up with my family running a dinner theater and would totally pay to see that. Okay. Kate being a chaotic mess. <laughs> She is. Perfect people are boring. That's true. Lucky dog. A pizza dog slash lucky. We need to walk the dog. 
God. My rescue dog, Loki, <gasps> and I really loved this part. Oh, yay. Uh, Kingpin, can't have New York crime and Marvel without him. Yelena, that's just its own bullet point. Just it, as well it should be. Yelena and Clint, heartbreaking whistle. Yeah. Yelena and Kate, their chemistry between the actresses was so great. I want a one shot of them getting that drink. I miss one shot. I do too. They're, show, they're popping up on um, Disney Plus, by the way. They the explained are. why they don't do them anymore, and it's just mostly availability for people and resources, and all, which I think is kind of bullshit. But. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, from a business standpoint, when they were when they had people show up in one shots, it counted as like, I did Thor in this thing or whatever. Yeah. That I, I think it was a business thing, but yeah. yeah, they have mentioned it in one of the assembleds. I can't remember which, uh, the LARPers, every scene with them, especially Clint and him just being so done with it. Clint, yeah. just, Clint is just done with everything. Clint is tired and needs a fucking nap. Uh, the evil step parent cliche being subverted. <laughs> yep. Jack is a cinnamon roll who loves swords and I'm here for it. <laughs> Clint's canonical deafness. Yep. Real life consequences for the normal Avenger. Yes. Um, The tracksuit mafia. Bro is hysterical. Oh my God. Echo, a deaf slagically. Slagically? Wow. You just just made some shit up there. I'm butchering this. Echo, a deaf slash physically disabled POC badass. Cannot wait for her series. Uh, what I don't like. Okay. Evil slash criminal parent cliche. Yeah, but like, again, Eleanor was kind of forced into it. Had mom pegged as the baddie since Armand the third argument. Yep. Clint's family. Let me clarify. Okay. Even though I was a Clintasha shipper and didn't like the family appearing in Age of Ultron, I grew okay with them in later movies. My problem was Clint did everything so he he could so people didn't know about his family and then he just takes the kids to new york city on vacation and keeps getting recognized what happened to keeping his family off the grid that's a good point the only the only thing i could come up with to reconcile that because i thought about that too was that he's now quote unquote retired yeah but still yeah it it doesn't make sense for it to be like this closely guarded secret that only like fury and nat knew about and then it's like Oh, yeah, Clint has a family, and everybody fucking right. knows it. Well, yeah. a lot of people did adopt kids during the... Bl- I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You're right. There's no way around that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the watch. Yes. I know we know it was Laura's watch Easter egg, and she was in S.H.I.E.L.D., but there's no payoff on it. Why yeah. it was important. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. That has been the biggest issue with this whole show. Because they made it seem like it was a security threat to them, but it, I'm still... T- walk me through how that was. Uh, last thing is the police wanting to talk to Kate. An interesting storyline that was just kind of dropped. Yeah. There was an arson fire in her apartment and it just gets forgotten. Yeah. Plot hole. Yeah. Uh, Haley ends with overall, I really enjoyed the show. I'm looking forward to more from Kate as the new Hawkeye. Same. Uh, thanks for what you do, Haley. P.S. Anyone else really want to team up between Kate and Yelena and Jimmy slash Darcy? Oh, God, that would be solving so fun. Jimmy and Darcy can be the guys in the chair. And Kate and Yelena can be out in the... Yes. 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 All right, we got two more. Okay. Uh, We only had one more. I lied. Okay. Because Morgan. You lying liar who lied. I am a liar and my pants are on fire. But yep. this is from Morgan and we got woo, all woo. the gifs. Yay. All right. Hey, hey, hey. 
Hawkeye was the Natasha send-off we needed. That's true. I wasn't sure what to expect going in because Clint has never really been one of my favorite characters. You're honest. But the series was pretty good. I think it's all around Ant-Man level. A good time while you're watching it, but you don't remember much once it's over except a joke or two. That said, I do look forward to seeing Kate, Yelena, and Maya again. And Lucky the Pizza Dog, who is a very good boy. Yes. The best. And is a girl in real life, and she's perfect. (laughs) So, Clint. Here's the bullet points for Clint. Okay. I'm glad we finally got Clint's hearing loss in the MCU. It's been a glaring issue for years now. I honestly think it's something his characterization was missing. Yep. Other than Kate being in danger, I was prepared to sit back and watch Clint be confronted with the consequences of his own actions during the blip. Oh no, the consequences of my own actions. (laughs) I just can't feel too bad for someone that went around killing people because his family disappeared like millions of others instead of going to therapy or someone, something else emotionally healthy. I will say in Clint's defense a little bit, they were very bad mob people. So like fair shrug. He also, but yes, he should have gone to therapy. He also didn't have the advantage of being morally right. Like Carly more more oh uh flag smasher yes because criminals just go to jail for the crimes not the grave yeah oh that is a very true statement he became an executioner not just a jailer that is true his family did not deserve the stress yeah clint is lucky he got the two people after him to stop long enough to listen yes look at what can be accomplished when people have adult conversations about things (laughs) all right uh kate she's adorable and relatable Yep. She definitely comes across as an overconfident college kid who just wants to be a hero and people and keep people safe so they don't have to feel powerless the way she felt during the invasion of New York. Yes. She's also just a sweet person bringing Clint the Christmas activities he was missing with his kids and writing down I what Nate was saying know. on the phone wasn't her job, but she did it anyway. Yeah. Kate's a good egg. Kate getting mixed up in the Ronin mess made me feel bad for her because she did not deserve to be dragged into the Clint's anything but therapy quagmire. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. Yeah. She also didn't deserve a criminal criminal for a mom. Yeah. I'm curious to see how they integrate her into the Young Avengers because so far she's quite a bit older than the rest of the team who all seems to be mid-teens except for maybe Eli. But um, they need Eli. kind of a mentor figure. So, like, I'd be fine with that. The thing is, Patriot's got experience with his grandfather being yes. who he was. But he's, yeah, that's he's true. He's got a bit of an, he's, I mean, yeah, he he's Isaiah Bradley's grandson. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. All right, Yelena. I love her so much. Yep. Kate Bishop. How she kept saying her name Kate over Bishop. and Kate Bishop. Hey, Kate Bishop. I want to do that. I need to pull that. From I, just, I just need to do that. I don't know how or why or when, but I'm going to do that. Work on that. I will. Uh, she was so funny and respectful, but firm with Kate, and now I really want them to be best friends. I think they are. They are. They are. They are. But the way she jumps out of windows had me like, what is this? I like it. Picasso. <laughs> I like it. Picasso. I like it. Picasso. Nice I- TikTok <laughs> reference. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> they got me way more than it should have. Oh, yeah. I like it. It's a great sound. It's an art project. Um, her Christmas party look was amazing. The hairstyle by itself was just so nice to look at. Uh, and that green fucking coat. Um, I know. It was the right shade of green, too. Not too bright, not too subtle. Yep. Um, Morgan says, I was this close to tears when she undusted, and the first thing she wanted to do was tell Natasha she was okay. 
telling Clint it wasn't fair that he got so much time with Nat and she didn't. It's true, though. Like, I get that. That's a valid, you know, like... Grief. Yeah. Uh, Maya. Closing some windows here. Uh, she is one badass lady. Yep. Her story is tragic. Yes. She literally gets left behind or portrayed by everyone she loved. Oh, yeah. A lo- What is her name? Uh, Alakwa. Alakwa? I, I don't know. I'm not looking uh, at it. Cox. A-L-A-Q-U-A? Yeah. Uh, did a great job, and I can definitely see why they gave her her own show before this one even came out. The representation is fantastic, and it's nice to see Marvel committing to it. Yeah. They really set out to find a deaf indigenous woman, and they didn't stop until they found her. Yep. They incorporated her amputation, too. Yeah. Uh, well done, everyone, for bringing Maya Lopez to life. Yeah, she was great. Uh, Kingpin. Vincent D'Onofrio with about six exclamation points. Nice, nice. He was very menacing. Yes. I was afraid for Kate and Eleanor the whole time he was near them. As you should have been. His relationship with Maya was actually kind of sweet until the twist drops. Yeah. We didn't see a body, so he will be back. Oh, yeah. He ain't dead. He was not DRT. Nope. DRT, did right there. Yep. We didn't see it. Um, Laura Barton. Yeah. Um, so Mockingbird, question mark. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool, I think cool. I think it's 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 like with a lot of MCU things. It's one of those things where it's like I reserve judgment until I see how cool you they've make got, it later. They've got to play it out. Yeah, they've you, got to. Yeah. Um, she says it honestly makes sense that she's a retired agent because how else did she and Clint, whose life was shield, meet? Agreed. Yeah. Uh, her screen time was well used and a delight. Yeah. Um, Jack du- Duquesne. Duquesne. And Morgan says, why is French like this? <sighs> because. I really thought he was going to be evil until it was obvious he was just a himbo-ish <laughs> dilf. He's just a dumbass. I felt a little bad for suspecting him. <laughs> I think we all had that guilt. Yeah. I kind of hope he keeps in touch with Kate because he seems to care and she needs that while I her know, mom is like in jail. I know, like he was a genuinely nice dude. Eleanor Bishop, I still have no idea what exactly was going on with her other than she was working for Kingpin and loves her daughter. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Save the best for last, Rogers the Musical. Fantastic. Ant-Man being in it is iconic. The full New York scene was musical gold, and I need them to do the rest of the play now. Chop, chop, Disney slash Marvel. I love that Feige was super excited about it. And, like, he's the one that pushed for, like, a full He number. wanted a full four and a half minutes of So, the like, I feel like it's going to happen at some point. So, Morgan says, that's all I've got. Sarves a little scattered or incoherent. No, you are perfect. You're fine. Until You're fine. Moon Knight. Yes. Oh, God. Morgan. All right. So, finally, Michael, who I bullied into sending us email. Amazing. Listen, we missed one email and one podcast, and now I worry. And now it's like, oh, my God, we can't miss it. Now I worry. It's, yeah. It's, Michael, it's okay if you aren't up to it or if you don't have time we to. We just want to make sure we if you are, we get it. We just want to make sure yeah. that we get it. Yeah. Um, he we says, love you. He says, oh, we do, and he's living. He's a good egg. Uh, he says, aloha, ladies. <gasps> he said, thanks for the reminder. 2022 has been a bit of a roller coaster so far. I'm going to skip over because this has yeah. l- got a little personal, personal for a minute. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know if you, have you read it? No, I haven't, but okay. I will. We, we send yeah. you hugs. We send you love. Um, it's fine. Uh, he has been playing Witcher three though. <gasps> Yo, I'm, I'm, that's the one thing I'm going to put Yo! out there. But the rest of it gets Gwent, little- baby. 
gets a little personal. Listen, I logged in the other night just to play Gwent for like two hours straight because I could. I was like, I want to play Gwent. Anyway, he says, this was my least anticipated Disney Plus MCU series, so I was pleasantly surprised to have as much fun with it as I did. That was mostly due to Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld as Elena and Kate. Their scenes were great. Everyone else was serviceable. <laughs> I may sound strange to say, but I think this was the most consistent Disney Plus series to date. I would agree with that. While it didn't have the higher highs of the other shows, it didn't suffer the lower lows. And as yeah. a man of some years, I appreciate Clint's over it attitude. It's like it knew what it was and it wasn't trying right? to define itself the whole time like some of the others might have been. It was like, no, we're, we're boots on the on the ground. There's crime in New York, and that's it. <laughs> what are you doing, crime? Crime. That's a Firefly reference. That was a very vague Firefly reference. But, but it was there. By the way, Kaylee is on TikTok. I saw that, I and she's being precious. Jewel, Jewel State? Yeah. She is precious. She's and precious. She's, she's taking it. Yeah. She's being right there. Love her so much. Anyway, Michael says, I was half certain he wasn't going to make it out of his own series with this being a passing <gasps> of torch to Kate. I wondered about that as well. But I'm glad he did. I yeah. can see him being the coach slash mentor for the Young Avengers. Oh, yeah. Nice. The backdoor pilot for Echo felt a bit forced. Thank you. It wasn't just yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, at times, but being that it brought back D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk, I'll allow it. Yeah. And even though Maya Lopez didn't get a lot to do with Echo, I think there was just enough there to make me interested in seeing what she does with going forward. Yeah. Fairly sure that Kingpin will be the villain in her series. One thing I really like about Hawkeye, though, is that he's got a family, a wife and kids. It helps humanize him. Most of the other family ties in the MCU are severely dysfunctional. Thor and Loki, Star-Lord and Ego, Thanos and Gamora. The only yeah. other one semi-normal was Monica and Maria Rambo. In this regard, I like the family man Hawkeye more than the failed womanizer of the comics this series is basically loosed on. Okay. It was also nice to have a smaller story. Not every superhero story has to involve earth-shattering dangers. Agreed. I hope we get more of these smaller stories on the Disney Plus size and save the cataclysmic cataclysmic thank you stories for the big screen see there's that's a consonant cluster right yeah, there that, just, that i just couldn't yeah say. flummoxed you uh once you said it though yeah exactly uh for the big screen moon knight has the potential to be a smaller story albeit a darker one yeah in summary it was fun with a bit of fluff and narrative convenience we still know exactly why why that watch we still know we maybe you don't know mean we still don't know yeah why that watch was potentially life-threatening. Yeah. It did its job in making me interested in the continuing stories of Kate, Elena, Echo, and even Clint. Yes. Agreed. Sneeze. Nope. There it goes. Uh, he closes. <laughs> it wanted to, though. I did want to sneeze. Uh, he closes with bro. Cheers and Jarvelous bro. Oh, my God. Perfect. 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 Um, no, but seriously, if, you know, it's okay to, to not... Right we in. just don't want to miss you if you do. We just don't want to miss you. Yeah. Um, one time, man. That's all it took. I know. Felt so bad. Overall, it. I think it made more questions than it answered. But, again, you have to look at it. It's in the smack middle of a, of a phase. Yes. I so, agree. But we've ended... We the, with, with, with Endgame, it ended so much, they've got to build up more. Yeah, for us to go, oh my god. To get that climax that I was talking about. Yep. The build up, build up, build up, build yes. up, boom. This is part of that. That's that's what I want, so. 
overall, we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it for what it was. Right. So, so yeah. Moon Knight's coming next, I guess. IDK. I have no expectations. I have I, no knowledge of this I character. Even, so, I like. I think there's a trailer out, but I haven't seen it yet. I think I did at one point. So, yeah. But, like, that'll be interesting. So, that's next. Um, so. We're going we're gonna to do what we, do, what we did with this one, where it's one, one cast per yes. season. That seems to be working really well for us. Yeah, because there's um, a lot of content. I mean, just for our sake, our sake, yeah, in our this sanity, pandemic, post pandemic. I mean, we just had yeah. to roll with the punches. Um, yeah. I also want to point out that um, our annual fees are coming up for our email, not email, website, our domain name, our website. Um, so hosting all, ain't free. Uh, it's not. All donations are absolutely welcome. You can yep. go to our website. Um, there is literally a throw money at us button. There is literally a throw at us. Throw money at us. We're on Kofi. Um, any every little bit helps to keep yes. the lights on. So. Absolutely. All right. Uh, anything else? No. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.